0: Oh yeah, of course we did that on purpose. Bam, we're live. Yeah. Yeah. Always do that on purpose. Yeah. It's Travis, it's it's Travis Mayer or Travis Meyer?
1: Mayor. Mayor. But not like the mayor that runs your town into the ground. The mayor that's like Oscar Minor Meyer Wiener. No, like Travis fucking Mayor. Mayor. Why does he spell it wrong? Have you
0: watched that um, have you watched that uh, podcast um, out of uh, Max L. Hodge's gym or out of Travis's gym is that is that studio in Travis's
1: gym? Well, I think that in that building and we can ask him for clarification that he has a gym and then on the other side of the building TTT has a variety of offices, workspaces, and that media room
0: Okay, so it's in
1: they're connected like you could you could be inside. I think you can walk from Travis's gym to the TTT facilities without going outside, but I haven't been there. Oh, okay. I have been invited. I haven't had a chance to go.
0: It's, um, it is a, um, it's a good podcast. I think they do have some good podcasts. Yeah. What's the guy's name with like the golden tan, the blonde guy? Golden tan. <clears throat> He's like, he, he like tans, like, like, uh, like I know pan- Max goes
1: on there. Like a pancake,
0: and- the blonde-haired guy. He looks it's like not- Ken. From Bar- um, like he looks like he's dating Barbie. Brennan, maybe? He's good. He keeps his energy so good. He's so positive. I watched two just back-to-back podcasts with him
1: yesterday. I think it is Brennan. Brennan goes on there. Adam Rogers goes on there sometimes. Adam's more of a tall, darker-skinned, short hair, short beard. Oh, he's is very Ad- cerebral. He, he coaches Alexis Raptus.
0: I need to see a picture of this Adam guy. At, yeah, he he's the one. You said he, he coaches Alexis Raptus? Yeah. Yeah, she's like in love with him.
1: He's he's really good. Adam and I met... Oh, good morning, Travis.
0: What's up? What's up, Travis Mayer?
2: What's up, buddy? How you doing?
1: I'm awesome. We were just talking about some of the TTT coaches. Ken thinks Brennan looks like Ken from Barbie's uh, Love Life. <laughs> <laughs> Something like that. That's possible. And I was telling him about Adam Rogers and that... He's he's Alexis's coach. Is that correct? Yeah, yeah. I met Adam at like the 2019 games. He was back in those days when someone knew who I was. I was always curious because I didn't know not very many people knew who I was. But he was one of these guys that knew me really early on, and we had a big t- discussion about scoring that way back in 2019, I think.
2: Yeah, he's uh he's a very interesting man, very stoic man. Of- at- Many few words,
0: Adam Alexis is in love with them.
2: <clears throat> yeah, I mean, it, it works, you know. Yeah, it's
0: it, it's crazy. It's cra- I, 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 hey, what's the worst name for a podcast? What's the two worst names for podcasts, Animus Corpus or the Sevon podcast? That's like if you want people to, like, just to <laughs> never say the names of your podcast, I'm gonna say
2: podcast. <laughs>
0: yeah, it's cr- crazy.
2: <laughs> You're just naming it after yourself, like you gotta come on, be a little more creative. You should ceo like your shirt
0: yeah that would be easy way easier way easier (laughs) i'm like i'm surprised
2: you're up this early
0: and oh brother oh brother someone in the uh, brian sent me a text he goes you must really like our guests to get up this early
2: that's right usually
0: usually i get up an hour before my podcast today i only got up uh, 45 minutes but you know what's crazy is i still deuced i still dropped a deuce
2: Still before you start. let's get Yeah.
0: yeah. Like I, I, that was like my biggest concern. I was like, what if, cause I, I don't want to be in here without dropping a deuce. It's like working out for me.
2: Yeah. You just got to make sure you empty the tank before you start.
0: It's yeah. Like I com- don't
2: think like competitions. You got to make sure it's all emptied out. Ready. That isn't, imp-
0: that is important, right?
2: Oh man. I think it's very important. You always get the nervous peas. And then if you ever feel like you got to poop before you got to go, it's a, it's a rough feeling going to the. <laughs> Sorry, line.
0: <laughs> if your if your deucing is off on competition day, that's like that's a head trip. That's noise in the brain, right? Not only do you, or you have the deuce with you, but it's just noise in the brain.
1: I could see that. Yeah, I always I always
2: felt
0: I'm not way about you long.
1: To, I'm, I'm asking you to agree with me, not to say you can see what I, I'm saying. <laughs> I always felt that way about long distance running. It's like I was either going to be limited by one of three things: leg fatigue aerobic fatigue or something wrong with my stomach the first two i could train for but the third one if it happened i just had to deal with it somehow you got the bubble guts going on
0: <laughs> you ever what what is that you ever it? you ever you ever like smoke a cigarette before an event travis just to make sure you do it's like just like
2: uh, no i don't
0: like you're in trouble and it's like five minutes before the event you're like fuck i don't really want to smoke this marble light but
2: uh no i don't think that's ever actually crossed my mind uh
1: seven, sometimes seven thinks we're still in 1985 yeah uh, he still do, wishes we were in 1985.
0: <laughs> do you? Uh, do you do anything? Do you, Will you? If, if you haven't do, will you take like three fish oil or like we? No, any? no. It's You'll not be meant like, to
2: happen. It's not yeah. meant to happen. Then, <laughs>
0: uh, is is it pretty consistent though? Are you? Are, are you really regular?
2: I would say yes. Yeah. I love how this conversation has already started. <laughs> hey,
0: it's, it's the, it's, it's, it's the, I would ask you about your menses. I just don't think you have any. It's the same thing with that. It's like there's, these are things that have to be addressed if you're going to compete at the highest level. You can't be
1: carrying a fucking 12 inch log with you. Are there ever, did you guys ever in the back after an event and someone's just like, God damn it, dude. I just had to shit that whole time. That sucked.
2: Oh, yes.
1: And you believe them when People. they say that? Yeah. Sounds like an excuse to me, Brian. <laughs> Sounds like a, a, a white, a fifth place. I also place.
2: feel like I've had an ex- the experience. So, I mean, like it's <laughs> happened.
1: Yeah. That's one of those where like, ah, maybe it's true. Maybe it's not. But if it is, I feel like. I mean, if I'm you're
2: using dying. it as like why you didn't perform, that's different. But if it's just like, man, the whole time I felt like I was about to, then that's one thing. But if you're like, oh, that's why I didn't perform.
0: Travis, do you know who Nick Matthew is?
2: Do I? Yeah. The guy with the shirt. I mean, like, do I know him? Know him? No, I mean like. No, but if I said probably, him, like you yeah. could
0: pick him out of a crowd. Yeah. He's the guy with the okay. hat only wears half a shirt.
2: Yes. Yeah, always. Uh, Is he, there a reason behind that? Is there a reason why he does that? Is that like a football thing? Like. Yeah, you know, a lot of football players used to do that.
0: I I I have an opinion on it, but it's not based grounded. In fact,
2: <laughs> I feel like you have an opinion about a lot of things.
0: <laughs> he 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 he. He, um, I I think his, I I think it has something to do with his, um, open, his openness to his sexuality. I think it's like, he's expressing his feminine side. Like if you go to his gym or his Instagram page, he's got like a lot of rainbow flags and stuff. And I think it's kind of like that. Or in my, when I used to go to the gay pride parade a lot, and that was like a common, you know, outfit for the dudes, the, the crop top. So I think there's some sort of uh connection there. I'm being serious.
2: Yeah. I'm not making any judgment or jumping to any conclusion. Don't get canceled. (laughs) Yeah, I look. I'm not saying a word. You'll be the one to get me kids. Yeah, yeah.
0: Here's David. David understands it. Look it, rainbows and unicorns. Uh, by the way, uh, before I forget, please uh, extend my uh, love to uh, Chandler and Noah. I will when when you see them. I'm um, yeah, them
2: I, I head down tomorrow, so I'll see them tomorrow.
0: Tell both of them I have the highest respect for both of them. And um, I'm, I'm still eagerly awaiting them to come on the podcast. We're, our agents are in negotiations. Mm. Hey, how close are you to? How close are you to Fort Myers, Florida?
2: Mm. I don't know. I can look it up. Why? What's in Fort Myers? Uh,
0: my buddy's down there. A, a guest we've had on the show um, is training down there. His name is Tyson Bajant. He just broke the uh, uh, record for all time uh, touchdowns in all uh, college divisions. He's going to get drafted. He's going to get drafted into the NFL. Eight, hour,
2: eight and a half hours.
0: And I'm looking for, and he's a CrossFitter. And I'm looking for, and uh, he's, he's going to play in the Senior Bowl. He's going to the Combine. And I'm just looking for a CrossFitter just to, who, who wants to take advantage of him before he becomes a franchise quarterback and is so big that no one can talk to him.
2: <laughs> oh, that's pretty impressive. No, so, but yeah, he's not eight and a half hours to me. He's I much better than of- me.
1: I know a pair of brothers who own a gym in Fort Myers. you do mm-hmm. I, I should it, say I think they might have actually had some pretty severe damage to it during the hurricane.
0: okay, let's talk about that afterwards. yeah. He's a good dude, and it's a it's a huge missed opportunity for CrossFit. CrossFit should be totally. This this guy's gonna be this guy's like the greatest college quarterback who ever lived. I know a lot of people are struggling with that because he's Division two, but it's like, hey man, he, he has more touchdown passes than fucking anyone. Coaches are saying that they've never seen a quarterback like him, and he's gonna fly under the radar. CrossFit's not gonna embrace him. He's a full blown CrossFitter, and now he's gonna go get drafted in the NFL and become a franchise quarterback. And we're gonna be like, fuck, we had the next Tom Brady in our clutches to like help us with. Well, then they'll our- talk about him. Well, yeah, but then it's too late. He's going to be like, fuck you. I'm Orange Theory. They paid me $6 million.
2: <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> uh. <laughs>
0: so, uh, the, 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 you were, I, I watched the, um, podcast, the the pod, two podcasts. I watched the Animus Corpus podcast last night. were with uh, Alexis Raptus and the one with you, neither of them max was on and the guy Brennan.
2: Yeah. Brennan. Handsome yeah. Ken. Yeah.
0: Brennan, um, <laughs> man, he's great.
2: He is. He's very good.
0: Yeah. And you guys were great. You're great, dude. You're awesome. so, Thanks. Thanks yeah, you're lot. so great. You came it. You came on there. You brought the energy. The show was full of just tons of tidbits. I was like, what am I going to talk about? They already, un- he uncovered like everything with you. So yeah, that's and, what you didn't talk about. Yeah, deuces. He, does
2: a, he does a very good job of just keeping it easy, easy to talk to. And we hang out a lot. So we play a lot of golf together in between. But uh, yeah, he's very good when he does all of the podcasts.
0: And the guy behind the computer is good too. He keeps it um, keeps yeah, the show like be, kind of on track.
2: Yeah. So he used to be like barbell shrug back in the day, um, and then he's been with TTT for a long time now.
0: And he doesn't want to be on camera. That's why whenever you cuts to him, it's just like a hat.
2: It's that or like the what's the tool man? Uh, oh, you know the guy neighbor? Yes. Just his uh, yeah face or just his eyes. <laughs> creeping over the fence that's what i always think of when he's talking
0: travis is that show live
2: the ttt one
0: yeah when you guys go on are you live okay so those camera angles and all that's edited in post-production
2: yeah so he Uh, has multiple cameras set up and then i mean he probably could do it live if he wanted to yeah that (laughs) (laughs) you don't even get to see
0: this dude's eyes though
2: you see a little bit of his eyes yeah You, you do don't you, Chris? I don't know. I don't ever go back and really watch them. They just kind of happen and then that's about it. <laughs>
0: uh you are the biggest example of um that exposes my bias of uh of covering people because people think like journalists are not biased or not anymore, but they used to. But though the reason why we um built a relationship is just cuz you were nice to me.
2: Yeah, back in what was that 2014?
0: Yeah, you were just nice and I was like, okay, fuck, this is easy. This guy's making my job easy.
2: Yeah, we put clown noses on. We had a good time. Yeah. Everybody still talks about that. I'll still get people that will come back and just randomly, like even at the games this year, they'll talk about that. The bank, like, oh, I used to love the behind the scenes, the clown nose, all these things that people still talk about it, which I think is kind of interesting that <laughs> that's what I'm still known for. It was good. It,
0: it was the greatest bit. It, it, was, it
2: was a great piece then.
0: Of all the behind the scenes, that was the greatest bit with uh, uh, Brooke Wells and all that shit. That shit was so funny. She was so great. She served up some great ones. She, she went along with it. I might
2: have since then, but we've been, we've been doing <laughs> pretty well since.
1: <laughs> and it was actually uh, probably per Sevon that uh, you and I first met, Travis, because I think we met in the airport. We have uh, lunch oh, yeah. together that one time. Yeah. And Sevon was responsible for uh, my trip that year. such a
2: good man god i'm a
1: good dude look this guy thinks you're a good
0: dude
2: (laughs) oh thank you thank you
0: uh the other day we had rich on and i think it was susie goes rich you're a good dude and he goes well formally (laughs) formally a good dude (laughs) Uh, i love this um what year did you start crossfit travis
2: 2000 the end of 2010 so beginning of 2011
0: and much. that was the year alexis was born and what was your first year to the games
2: <laughs> 13
0: crazy. Uh, crazy 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 I, I i maybe brian remembers but there are some crazy stats now even last year i think like it, at the games there were only you and one other guy from your class of 2013 uh i think just
2: it. him no it's just me it was just you I was the lone survivor out there. Just me. There's a few it's from 2014. Banchick and and uh, Ben Smith mm-hmm. were the only other two that had like a shot at that point to be from 2013. But Noah was 14 and a lot of the other people from- KG first-
1: was 14. Cole Sager was 14. Yeah.
2: <laughs> and, and, all those, and all those stats are garbage. They don't even have the year 13 up there. They can't even fix it. Come
0: on, <laughs> oh, you need to roll on this podcast. You you already fit in perfectly,
2: man. It's, uh, it's been it's been it's been what ten years now. They still can't fix it.
0: Go so down a little bit more, it. Caleb. I want let's just verify Travis isn't
1: making that up. What's below? God, oh,
2: yeah, oh, nothing. Because I used a different email. This is still that's the what it is.
1: Podcast. Yeah, there's if if you change your email What's address, up? then
2: man, you can do so many things. And you can loop videos. You can do so many different things. But you're telling me you can't go in here and edit. 2013 and put my placement,
1: which was pretty good for a rookie season. It was. what did he take? 18th. Wow.
0: And that was in Carson. Yeah. Hey, um, and you, and you were saying last year's the, the fittest you ever, maybe we need music playing. This show seems too quiet. What's wrong with me this morning. I feel like it's Do you too quiet. To play music. I'm... No, we don't, but uh, maybe it's just, <laughs> it's so early and I'm not myself yet. I, uh, this is sleeping. Someone, um, Uh, And you said last year you were the fittest you ever were.
2: Yeah.
0: Best body, worst mindset last year of all the games.
2: You know what's funny is I actually thought it was the opposite of that. Uh, And then pretty much just downward spiral after like the first couple of events Um, and then just couldn't kind of snap out of it. If I'm being honest, that's kind of what happened. But going into it, there wasn't a doubt that I wouldn't, finish in the top um even just training felt great numbers i was hitting workouts that we were doing and testing with noah and everybody else so it was like i kind of knew where i was standing um and then just like one thing led to another ripped my hand to shreds on the first event then on the pegboard ripped it again so it was just kind of like domino effect of i didn't rip pretty much all season and then (laughs) i got there on the bike event then that happened and then on the pegboard it just destroyed my whole hand and just kind of kept a bunch of little things adding up and i mean that's on me and there was is, one it's, thing it's that like... ryan was right about there's not very, very many things that i'll ever say he's right about and his predictions are always garbage but the one of them was like i forget i don't know if it was him or somebody but it was like everybody's placement something and then like what they're limited by and it was just like travis Mayer execution but i was like all right well touche i don't know if that was you or if that was somebody else but it would be like someone was limited by like wall ball capacity or rowing or something else and it gets down to my name and it just says execution i was like oh well hey
0: hey that was the prediction ahead of time or after
2: oh that was before i saw okay. it i was like oh these people i mean
0: it's why does he is his head not straight i think of travis is the wise old owl is 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 travis's head not straight it kind of broke my heart to hear you talk about that in the um, animus podcast (laughs) i was like what do you mean you're just an old salty dog you don't even have a mind (laughs) in my in my like you know what i mean in my perception of you
2: (laughs) i mean i think it's a little bit better than yours but yes yes (laughs) yes
1: yes. well it's you know it was me and john young who did those kind of in collaboration last year and it's you know there's 80 individual athletes bad
2: food voodoo out there he just can't just put any positivity he's just got to be negative about everybody he's like don't take it personal he could have just said good things
0: yeah why do the pundits always say that now don't take this personal
1: yeah well ask him The main objective of putting that out there is I to give know, more, I know. more people, more opportunity to learn about more of the athletes. But in some cases, like Travis, it's really difficult. If you tell me, well, is he bad at gymnastics? I say, no, he's not bad at gymnastics. What about barbell cycling? No, he's not bad at that either. Machine work? No, he's not bad at that. So we were like struggling to pick out a specific thing that he's bad at. Um, and so we try to think, well, if he's not bad at anything, why is he not doing uh, you know, better than yeah. these 10th and 12th place finishes that he seems to be limited by? And then we you know went back and looked at some some stuff and we're like, maybe it's just execution. we look at some of these workouts that we think he might be able to to do this, and then he's just if it drops down a little bit and those points add up over the course of a week in a competition and it'll be more you know uh dramatic in a semifinal where there's less events, and at the games that consistency ends up elevating him relative to you know some of the other guys
0: that was, uh, a, big,
2: that was a nice way to put it.
1: I, 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 I don't them. worry. I'm not letting him off the hook.
2: With
0: that. We're going to come back to that. Uh, I'm going to, we're going to get in a specific example. Uh, Jim broski four ninety nine. 99. Appreciate the content fellas. These shows are all I listen to during my daily hero. wads. helps a ton. Uh, I, Jim is now up over 40,000, I think Instagram followers. He did Murph every day for a year. And when I mean Murph, I don't mean like the sissy Murph that we do. He did all sorts of crazy variations to it while doing the daily wad on.com. And now he's doing a hero wad every day. And uh, he, he's, he's nuts. But uh, go over, <laughs> yeah, go over and check out his Instagram account. He's like a uh, part Brad Pitt, part uh, Thor. It's he—he he is a piece of work. This guy. Hey, when you say execution, um,
2: is Who are you it, 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 to now are you talking uh, to Brian or myself?
0: Um, let me ask the question first, and then I'll tell you. Uh, when Brian, Brian, when, when you're referring to execution, you mean like just even not coming in with his head straight, or are you talking about like, um, uh, getting off the bike too slowly or are you, <laughs> are you the what, last, yeah,
1: the last conversation John and I had before we filled in that column was maybe it's just execution. I think John might've said that. And I said, yeah. And if we put that there and Travis sees it, it's really going to fuck him up.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs>
2: well, do- uh, <laughs>
1: You got to bail me out here at some points, Caleb. Please pull up the uh, sink and squat preview for Wadapalooza.
0: What is, what is, uh, when you say hand tear, uh, like if you hold your hand up, uh, what was torn? Show me what was torn.
2: So more or less, there was like a little blood blister that popped here. Uh Then on the pegboard, it was here, 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 here.
0: Oh, wow. Like actual, I mean, it was just
2: like, yeah, it was just blood everywhere on the pegboard. They like, I came down, medical looked at me and they're like, what just happened? I was like, well, I don't know, but I need some tape and I need to fix this thing. Cause there was just blood all over the mat, all over the floor from where I was walking at that point. But it was like, I came down off the pegboard, looked at my hand. I was like, well, this is going to be fun.
1: Hamburger meat. Yeah. And it's, it's one of those weird things. Like part of, um, CrossFit when you start early is people tear their hands. And then over time you learn how to prevent your hands from tearing. Yeah. But when you're competing at the highest level and you haven't had a, you know, a hand to like that in a long time, now what you're short on is experience of what to do when that does happen.
2: Yeah. Well, I want to say that because, I mean, I still took care of it, handled it, finished it out. It was just one of those things that's pretty annoying. Like anytime you grab the barbell it was uncomfortable again when we had that clean parallel work out like the i just gripped the bar in my fingertips on my left hand and then hook gripped really hard on my right hand so it was just like holding like that just so i didn't have to put all the pressure um and that could be me being soft or whatever you want to call it but at that point in time it kind of worked because it was pretty uncomfortable holding on to the bar but i mean I that's you, I what felt I fine plan that or place that way but i mean it happens
0: um uh, let's let's go over to the to the um biking event. Um the the biking event was it hard to keep count of the laps?
2: I mean, I didn't think so.
0: You didn't. Okay.
2: I mean, but according to you I'm old and my brain just kind of gone. So <laughs> Uh
0: but when when that is not true. That is not what I was suggesting. <laughs> that is not what I was suggesting. Um yeah, you're like trying that. you're it's like awesome, trying to but, pick a fight.
2: Yeah, always uh you god, you look, i feel like man, you stir the pot all the time what are you talking about
0: you you
2: man you look good there what a great I do, photo right
0: yeah god you that. so
2: good wow if only i performed as good as i looked there
0: hey so as, as you go around the as you go around are you like lap one are you telling yourself the whole time one 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 and then no, two two just, no
2: but i also think that was from motocross right like it, you just kind of it's something that you, I, I guess I didn't really have to think about, but for a lot of other people, it was a big.
1: Uh, do you watch the supercross premiere last night?
2: You bet. You
1: okay, bet. so how many laps do those guys do?
2: Well, it depends. Back in the, it depends on like what level you're at, right? Like at the amateur level, like it can be certain laps that you're just doing, but you, then you're ultimately looking for the white flag uh, to know and signal that you got one more to go. If you're like in the professional level, it's a time so it'll be like 20 minutes plus two laps or 15 minutes plus two laps so you, regardless you're doing however many for that 15 minutes plus two laps at the very end
0: uh, okay so, and, and that and that's the difference between i guess motocross it's not it's not everyone's trying to do as many laps as they can it's not a finite number of laps so you don't really have to count
2: no unless you're more at like the amateur level then it could be like six laps um so you do have to of course keep count but there's flags that show you hey this is the last lap so like you have the flagger at the end that's waving the white flag there's signaling hey you got one more to go and then of course black and white is you're done so i mean there could have been something just as simple as that of a person standing out there and you just show like hey here's your white flag this means one more hey here's your checkered flag this means you're done here's your blue and yellow. You're getting lapped to get out of the way. I mean, there's plenty of colored flags you can do and signal and show that can inform people, but counting seems to be hard.
0: Yeah, I mean, I, I hear a lot of athletes defending defending the um, athletes who came in a lap early, like, hey, that shit's hard. Like, it was hard out there.
2: Look, I, I, I don't know if I'll defend any of them because I think you should be able to count. It's not that hard. Um, I get in the moment you're thinking and, uncomfortable but at the same time it's not like you're counting to like 50 like and you're like right 48 laps or was that 40 not like that's a different story but when you're only talking about a couple laps i mean you got a lot of time out there to think about how many laps you're on
0: (laughs) hey it was 10 laps total right it was it was uh five laps you did five laps twice yeah how'd you do in that workout
2: uh not that great Come on, man. That was the whole point we were talking about. It wasn't it wasn't off to a good start. Jeez.
1: He was 32nd on that
2: one. Yeah, it wasn't. Oh, no, I think shit. that was probably one of my worst finishes of the games I've ever had. <laughs> um uh, what a good feeling.
0: And, um is the plan this year to go to the games, Travis? Are are you are you in the in the I'm not
2: masters or anything? Get out of here. Yeah. How how old are you? 32. 32.
0: So so you are you're 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 on another run again. Yeah. And um, do you, have you had a conversation with uh your wife about uh, retiring? Yeah, you have mm-hmm. every year. Is it like a, a common conversation? <laughs> when did that start?
2: No, I'd say probably more so this sh- year. Just in the discussion of just like how much longer do you want to do, and I think it will come down to when I feel like I take away from my family and not able to spend time with them now that my kids are getting older getting into sports doing those things I want to be there and support them so I mean but I also I'm not gonna say it's gonna be this year or then be like oh it'll be next year I don't think putting that out there and making it the final one because if I have a a great year and I'm like well maybe we'll do one more then I think you make that push I think it's the whole kind of like Tom Brady situation like okay well stop and this is it and then nah I'm not done and then you go back again you know like I'd rather not make a big point of it. If I get to the point when it's time, then I'll step back and I'll know when that time's right for myself. So that's probably the more important part than making some big announcement about it.
0: And she's crazy supportive, right? I heard you tell the story about going to Madrid and she's, she sounds like she's crazy supportive.
2: Yeah. So any sort of competition stuff, I usually feel worse than I feel like she does. Uh, (laughs) Because even for like Plaza, we're going to, I'm going down tomorrow. And I'm like, are you okay with like me going down tomorrow? Cause like we don't go till Saturday essentially and compete. Um, but Tuesday, we have some stuff happening down there. But then uh, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, uh, myself, Noah, and Chandler will all get some actual team training in, which will actually be uh, fun to get together with. So yeah, no, extremely supportive, pushes me, challenges me a lot.
0: How old are the boys?
2: Uh, the oldest is seven, then five, then three, and then the girl is about to be two next month.
0: I don't think people who don't have kids have any idea how crazy it is in your house.
2: Uh, <laughs> I don't think anybody has an understanding of that unless you have four kids. Um,
0: but three boys, I have three boys, and it is it is straight chaos.
2: Yeah, so then you add a little girl to that. Yeah. Uh, just, and then she likes to level it up too. Cause then she wants to run and hit and sees them fight and wrestle. So then she wants to do it. Uh, so it's, uh, it's interesting. And then screams, but it's just a higher pitch.
0: <laughs> yeah. The wrestling's out of control,
2: right? Yeah. The two, the kit, the little one with his boots on the one in the middle, yeah. he, uh, <laughs> he's the little one that will, he goes for it. He takes them all down. <laughs>
0: Oh, yeah, the wrestling is just, my kids are in full-blown wrestling mode. And my wife showed them Karate Kid last night.
2: Oh, like the original.
0: <laughs> oh, my God. It was two hours of karate kicks and, like, sound effects. And, like, <laughs> dragon kicks or whatever that thing he does at the end. It, I was like, oh, that was a huge mistake.
2: Oh, did they did they attempt to do it? The Oh, the yeah, they're all oh, posted
0: wow. up. One of my kids told me he knows karate now. It was, I was like, you don't know shit.
2: Yeah, but I feel like you have them in jujitsu and stuff. So they I feel like they're comfortable enough with rolling around and kind of sparring-ish, yeah?
0: Yeah, they're very comfortable. But the, it's exactly like you said. There's so much screaming and yelling and sound yeah. effects and running through the house. The fight doesn't stay in one room. It's just nope.
2: yeah, it it just, pillows I'd flying. Downstairs. Then you hear, do 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 And I was like, well, <laughs> that's someone down the stairs.
0: <laughs> hey, have you been to the emergency room yet?
2: Surprisingly, no. Knock on wood. Yeah, away. a good job.
0: I, awesome. Yeah, that's well,
2: cool. Not the emergency room, but I did. I, our son, our oldest one, when he was in daycare at one point. I mean, at this point, he had to be I don't know four. He put a popcorn kernel in his ear, uh, so we had to go get that like taken out. And I was like, "What were you doing?" He's like, "I don't know. I just wanted <laughs> to see if we could go in there." And I was like, "Well, it can, but now it doesn't come out." So like the school calls us, they're like so. Your son's fine, but uh, you're going to need to come get it. Like I was like, what? And then you get there and look at it. You're like, huh. I think the easiest thing, honestly, would have been, though, would have been to put a vacuum and just suck it out. Oh. Like, when we went to the urgent care, they actually pushed it further. Oh. So we had to go to Children's, and then they had to have someone else to actually do it. But I was like, you people. I was like, just put a vacuum to his ear and suck the thing out. Like, it would have worked.
0: Hey, um, how did they eventually get it out? A doctor just used some...
2: Yeah, this like little tool that had a hook on it and super small, got it around the top of his ear and kind of just like finagled it all the way out. Um,
0: and they were like, here you go. Yeah. But the, here's, here's the, here's the, here's the
2: kernel on a napkin. Was, here you go. Or a little paper towel. But here it is. Uh, hey,
0: that, that really is the answer for all, all boys until they're like 18. Why'd you do that?
2: Oh yeah. It I is, don't know.
0: Yeah.
2: There's <laughs> a lot of those. There's a lot of those. (laughs) Why did you push him down? I don't know. Why did you save him while they grab? I don't know.
0: Um, Travis, did you consider going? um, So, you have a lot of polluters coming up this week. Um, Tell me about how the team formed. Was it a no brainer just do it last year?
2: Yeah. I mean, we, since they've kind of allowed the team of three, um, we've always all gotten along together and known each other for a pretty long time. So, it's been very easy. So, even last year, we just had a lot of fun doing the whole team aspect that once they announced it again, it was kind of a guarantee, Hey, this is the same team. We'll do that again. I was supposed to go to Australia with them. And then just, I took some time off after Madrid this year, just to kind of like hang out and wasn't ready to then go directly to Australia. Cause then when we got back, I went to Costa Rica. Then after that, then what? So it was like, I just didn't want to be gone for, uh, another like 10 to 12 days but i also think australia is a big very big trip uh to get to so it's not like it's a couple hour flight to get there um, no and that's
1: one that can cost you on the back end too like you could come back and think okay i'm back i'm ready to help and just feel bad for like a yeah. week and be just feel even worse about what your wife has to do for you
2: yeah so for me it was more of just like uh i would love to and they were understanding They're like no we get it i was like look i'd much rather be going there but i'm just not ready to jump full swing into training right now and they were both off of rogue so we're both feeling extremely fit at that point in time uh that i definitely was not so i was definitely relaxing enjoying myself while they were training hard
1: and were you it, watching them over there oh yeah were you watching live when chandler hit that snatch
2: yes that was uh extremely uh, impressive it would, have been,
1: it would have been cool to get like the the mayor cam like the like yeah, reaction yeah. to him hitting it at home oh
2: yeah that was that was awesome i was like i texted them all right away i was like all right i'm fired up let's go so then what a that we kind of knew and yeah we're excited to run through that but the team dynamic for us is very easy like we yeah, automatically know, know
1: oh, yeah, this who's is good at
2: what news. yeah it was just i just love the like the little shrug at the end. Like <laughs> there's such a
1: you know, I, for, I know
2: uh, was more excited than Chandler was that he hit that.
1: <laughs> which is so cool. Like all of the guys are like Yeah you know, everyone is elated about it. And I've I haven't been to Australia for a crossfit competition, but I heard the crowds there are insane.
2: Yeah. Well I was honestly surprised they let them uh go up again because it was like they cleared the ladder, they thought it was kind of done and then I don't know how it I love
1: that when a competition says, you know what? It. Screw it. Like people want to see amazing things. If these yeah. guys are still going, let's see who's got it. I love that the yeah. game. He didn't need that to a do that. He
2: no, so to they, do- uh, he finished the ladder. I think it was him and, uh, was it Ricky that finished? I think so. We're the yeah. only two that actually like finished it. And then I don't know how it came about that then they went up again. I don't know if Chandler said something or, Hey, can we go up again? But they ended up loading it up one more time and did that. And then Chandler hit it.
0: Did Ricky give it a try? Yeah. And and didn't get it. No. Oh, good on Chandler. Did Chandler know he was going to get it? Was that a PR for him?
2: I don't know. I mean, I, would would I love It's probably that, pretty close.
1: I mean, I, I, maybe I'm mistaken, but I think he, he's not wearing knee sleeves. He's not wearing lifters. He's got no belt on. He yeah. just goes and rips it.
2: that's You don't need it. He doesn't need it. Doesn't need, need it. it. What get. a teammate. What a teammate. That's what he is.
0: Um, so, so, um, I want to come back to Wadapalooza, but how is Madrid? How did that go?
2: It was good. Um, it was kind of a last minute decision of going. It was like finish the games, and then at that point in time, usually would be like the off season. And then Tier was like, Hey, do you want to come out and hang out? And I was like, Well, I've never been in Madrid. This could be cool. There's a guy I want to get tattooed by as well. Um, this could in, in Madrid, yeah. in Spain, yeah. Uh, so I was like, This could all actually end up working out. Ended up going out, and the first two workouts were pretty much my full-speed introduction back into CrossFit of, hey, let's go full speed. Uh, So it was like a supposed to be a one-mile run, ended up being much shorter, and then was super uh, shocked to the system of my body was just like, okay, here we go. Second of it felt like I got warmed up. And then it honestly felt like each workout after that, I felt like I got better and better and kind of like into my groove. It was just those first few, like I didn't really do any running from the games. And then we got there and it was like, the first one was pretty much a dead sprint for 1200 meters. And I was like, okay, my body was not ready for that. Um, and then just after that started to gain momentum. But at that point, like I needed another day to, I think potentially push for a podium spot, but It happens. And I I think it's more of just going there and not putting pressure on myself and expectation that I did at the games. And like on the first two events, I was already pissed off. I was upset about it. And then I was talking to my mental coach and she's like, look, you know you didn't train for this. You know, like people have been peaking for this event and getting ready. You literally just came off the biggest kind of season and then haven't trained too much. Um, She was like, what were your expectations going in? It was like just to have fun and enjoy it. Um, so she's like, so go do that. And then I started to just kind of find my rhythm and have some fun.
0: And what place did you end up getting
2: fourth, fifth? I honestly don't remember. It wasn't a podium spot.
1: So I don't remember.
0: (laughs) Hey, how did the team do last year at
1: Waterpalooza? We won. You won. That's right. This is the third. This will be the, I found this, excuse me. Interesting. Damn. You're right. I was doing some research. No, he's not. I'm not alright. <laughs> this is the third time that uh, Noah and Travis will have done Wadapalooza on a team together. That's right. But la- but the first time they had Will Morat on their team, and they he took did. second to a three Canadians. And now there's three more Canadians coming for your crown.
2: And there was three Canadians last year, too.
1: <laughs> it's, and the Canadians always do well in Wadapalooza.
2: Yeah. It's kind hey, uh, and we'll find out how they do this year, then
0: um this is quite this is quite the this might be the best uh team event in the history of the sport oh yeah this this is cool team team competition are um have you guys talked about that have you and noah and channel talked about it no yeah this year's wadapalooza are you guys like holy shit this is it like i mean this might this might be for the next 10 years the the best um uh, team competition ever in terms of the caliber of competitors
2: yeah i mean i think we uh even last year, we all had such a great time. And I think immediately if the games had a team of three, Noah would have gone, like, probably would have tried to convince myself and Chandler, like, yo, let's do a team for the games if we can get all three of us together. Um, because the even the crowds, everything that happened and took place when we were in Miami last year was just, for the team side, was stacked. I think because, like, a lot of people love seeing all guys go, all girls go, and, like, it's just full speed race the whole time there was good races good competition which i think made it way more exciting for people to enjoy watching and then i think that's also what made so many people this year like man they look like they had a good time we want to do that and definitely the teams now are more stacked and kind of i guess coming for us uh but we're excited and ready for that but the the teams are definitely stacked this year but i think it's going to be a lot of fun having all of us together doing that.
0: Oh, will you have any family there? No, no parents, no <laughs> siblings, no. You just That's go down there, just down, just you, Noah, and Chandler.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: In this, like two weeks leading up to when Wadapaloo is you know, releasing workouts one at a time, are you worried much about that? Are you looking for them, waiting for the next one?
2: No, not really. I mean, like, we keep our eyes peeled, of course, like when they're announced, and then an immediate discussion, like when the weightlifting came out we all like we didn't even need to discuss cause we already know who's taking what, like there's not even like uh are you yep. sure? It's kind of like, "Nope, you take this, you take this, you take that. All right, cool. Let's move on. Not every
1: move team on. has that luxury.
2: No. um, And I think that's why we do so well. Um, We all kind of have our own strengths and weaknesses and we all know what those are. We know what people's limitations are. Like I can tell you probably how many reps Noah might need to do before he breaks. He could probably tell you the same for myself. So, we're very comfortable and have trained a lot together. So I think it's just very easy. And cause we're like three really good friends that it, I think that even makes it easier that we're all just here to have fun together. And at the end of the day, that's what we're going to do. So
0: front you squatting? just, you just know you see overhead squat, you know, who's going to do it front squat, you know, who's going to do it and shoulder overhead, you know? Yeah. Are you
1: front squatting yep. Travis?
2: Duh. <laughs> see, like it shouldn't be a question, like it's just like you already know who's doing what
1: it's gotta be noah travis uh Travis, and then Chandler. there you go, <laughs> God, that's cool,
2: but yeah it's but there's it's a, on, but there are no, like, those things like even the gymnastic stuff, we know who will pick up more on certain things like it's just we have a very good team dynamic and understanding of each other, so I think when you see workouts announced and I feel like if you don't know the individuals or aren't sure, like even Alexis, she's teaming up with fee and uh, Christine. Christine. Um, So I think like, right. Their team dynamic of really knowing whose strengths and weaknesses are. Like they need to really sit down, talk, figure out strategy. Who's going to do what, who's going to pick up more here. Like, but then you're also like, okay, should I pick up more here? I don't know. How are they going to feel about this? If I do more here, you know, like sometimes you feel like it needs to be almost even split or whatever it may be. Where at the end of the day, look, we're just trying to go as fast as we can. We know who's going to pick up the slack where, who will make this happen. And we will all have those opportunities throughout the whole weekend. Yeah, those three.
0: You're tier athlete, uh, Travis? Yeah, baby. Were you the first one? That's right. You were, huh?
2: That's right. Took the leap of faith when it was nothing.
1: congratulations
2: yeah now everybody's on board they need to stop it
1: do you just have did you have a good feeling about it or were you just looking for something new
2: no so uh my deal at that point was up with nike and i've always kind of wanted like have input and discussions and conversations about the product and clothing and things that can be adjusted and changed and i had a talk with matt the ceo um and it just went really well just what they were wanting to do and open to do. And at that point in time, really, they, they didn't have training gear. It was just like their swim stuff and like had some shorts, but they weren't really like training shorts. And I knew shoes would be in the works, but when that was going to happen, I wasn't hundred percent sure. Um And then it just pretty much went full speed ahead after that. Um They have made a really big push on everything. And it's really cool to see even now what they're doing, Um, with all the athletes at Wadapalooza for giving people opportunities to buy shirts with your name on it for every athlete, not just the chosen few. Um,
0: Not just the Jews, just the chosen ones. And
2: I mean, things like that, right? Like, and even the noble situation, like my, so people voted me from the community that they wanted my Jersey. Awesome. Fantastic. Well, they said you could buy them at the games. Well, my parents are at the games and, my mom's walking by the booth every single day and they never have my Jersey out. They have everybody else's, but mine out and they're like, Oh, it's in the back. We'll get it out tomorrow. Oh, we'll get it in the back. We'll get it out tomorrow. They never actually put it out, but just stuff like that where you're like, cause I'm not,
0: Oh God, I love that story. Now I know why I invited you on,
2: but, but no, it's true. Like you're just saying, Oh, it's in the back and it's like, well, okay. So put it out. Why is all your noble athlete shirts out? But a tier athlete shirt is not out. like, Just different stuff, you know, like that, which is frustrating. So it's cool to see conspiracy theories that uh, tier is actually stepping in and giving all these people an opportunity to have their name (laughs) on a shirt, regardless of the athlete, and let more so for the athletes and let the athletes benefit from it. And I think that's just a cool thing that I think can push the sport in a good direction and give athletes opportunities to make more money from that, and even just for fans just to be like, oh, well, this is cool. I want this shirt or I can go buy this person that like they might not have a big following, but I think they're going to be doing great things. Like you can be like, oh, I'm like a true OG fan of like I got this before they ever were like a thing. Like it's just neat to see that they're trying to push the sport to be at more of a professional level, I believe. Uh, So your shirt
0: never came out? Your shirt never came out?
2: Not at the games. Like they finally sent them out. Um, Do you think
0: they even had it there? Let's be honest. Do you think it was it was even there? You think it was really in the back?
2: I don't know, but I know my mom was upset because hey, I mean, did. She was wait every every day. She went by and said something to them, um, and then they kept giving her a different excuse every single day. I was like, "That's my mom." Sure. Did she
0: wait till after the games to tell you that?
2: Yeah.
1: Oh yeah. good. I wish you I would have known that. I would have got your mama's shirt.
2: Yeah. But,
0: I mean, Why you saw, like... you saw you saw Travis Mayer's shirt? You had access. You got you know
1: people, Brian. I didn't That's see any right. of his shirts, but I do oh, know right. some people That's who work right, for Noble. They,
2: they weren't there.
1: <laughs> uh, I, was able I know to... people that
2: work for Noble that like I've had good connections with and ties and been friends with for a while. But look, I didn't know about it until it was all said and done. I just I just thought it was weird that every day you're telling her that it's going to come out and then it never actually does. I was like, look, if you don't have them, just say you don't have them. But don't sit there and be like, oh, it's in the back. We just haven't put them out yet. I'm like, Okay, but all the other stuff is out with every other athlete.
1: <laughs> no, I bet you there were others. I bet you there a really were others. Small, it was a really small booth they had. They didn't have any extra space in there. Yeah. Oh please, it's, that can't be a true. Joke. It's massive. It's Huge. Get out of
2: here.
1: But <laughs> with well, I was interested. So, Travis, you are you have you been involved in the conversations with the design of some of the tier apparel, shorts, shirts, etc. Yeah, a lot of it. All yeah, the that's shoes. Really
2: cool. The the shoes, the beginning, the clothing, so I pretty much sent them a ton of stuff from my closet of uh, different clothing that I've liked and worn over the years um, and then be like, can we work on creating something similar to this, and then we change the style and everything else about it um and it ended up coming out really great, and I love it and but yeah, it's been a very cool thing to be a part of and actually communicate with them and then they take the feedback and put it towards the product versus just like there was times I was with Nike and it would be like, Hey, so like this is happening with the shoe. This is what it feels like. And they're like, okay, cool. And I'm like, okay, does anything happen with that? And then you look and they're already working on the shoe two years from now. And I'm like, well, why aren't we testing that shoe? Like that Mm. shoe shoe Mm. we're working on, not the shoe that's already released and coming out next week that you're wanting me to test now that you're not going to change anything. Um, just little things like that, that they're actually trying to improve the product. They're trying to make it more of a professional sport, trying to level it up, which I think is really cool. Um, but yeah, I've believed in it since day one. So it's been it's been a fun journey to kind of see. And it's just interesting to see even from like my members in the gym wearing them now and like seeing the community all have it on. It's just kind of funny to... See, it, I'm like, man, if you saw the first prototypes of the shoes I was testing to what they are now, just like how far it's actually come, is pretty cool. Uh,
0: how how are you for time, Travis? Well, I'm fine. Okay, um, I, I I don't mean to My put you on.
2: Okay. So, thank you
0: thank you i appreciate it <laughs> um I, I i don't want do you mind sharing the spotlight with if, if i brought patrick Vellner in now i can just make him oh, wait yeah. for another point. are Come you on. sure
2: bring him on
0: he's it's a lot of star power he'll take all the fucking oxygen out of the he's room when the on. He, of the oxygen, his smile oxygen. he's got he's his shoulders oxygen. are all broad and shit really just and, wanted
1: you to get prepared for him yeah. Yes, yes, bright, he's a, light, he is a light.
0: beacon of light. Okay, brace brace yourself. Here he is. I feel is. like
2: I'm just as white as he is. I don't think we're. I think we're both probably equally as pale.
0: Here he is, yeah. ladies and gentlemen. Uh, hold on to your seats. Here's did you the,
2: double book us?
0: I, I thought I'd be done with you, but I haven't even asked you any of the good questions yet.
3: Oh, oh, it's not Velner. I'm trying to take up less space for Travis.
2: Yeah, that's it, man? What's up, dude? Look at you.
3: I'm good, man. How you doing?
2: I'm doing well. Just hey, Are
3: you it. competing individual this week? Oh, Great
2: question. You're
3: just, you're just Great okay. question. Yeah. Okay, sweet. Yourself? Yeah, I've been both, but we'll Oh,
0: you're I the know. man, Patrick. Look, I told you I told you he's gonna just overshadow you right away. Yeah, hey, just I don't right think away.
2: Overshadowing. We'll just we'll see how they do on Saturday, Sunday.
3: There's already twice hey, hey, as much hey, to what? talk about with that. We, <laughs> we already talked about it, so because Brent and I are all both an individual. And oh yeah. Brent too. Yeah, so Jeff's going to be the only fresh guy on our team, so we are going to lean on him so hard.
2: <laughs> That's going to suck better, for him on some of I these. i up feeling real
3: good. Uh, you guys you know, aren't
2: going to touch any of the barbell. It's just going to be Jeff on the barbell one.
3: I'm not doing another squat the whole for the whole uh, team competition.
0: Patrick, uh, we have a little bit of an audio um, issue with you. Like It's just a little muffled.
3: Um these are new headphones, so I don't know. I don't know if that's the best I can do for you today. Oh, uh, there you go. Okay. All right.
2: Um hey, I think you sound great. Don't let him talk to you like that.
3: <laughs> he's got his he's got his big rig on, so I think he just is he's
2: used to a different a, a, a different
3: downtime. standard of living. I'm spoiled.
0: Uh Travis, what how about the irony that there were so many years that the camera didn't catch you. The one I can't I can't
2: So many years it still happens. What are you talking about?
0: <laughs> but then there but then there was the First of all there was that year that you were neck and neck with Scott Panchik inside uh, I want to oh, say it the was one,
2: the one I still won. Yeah, got it.
1: Yeah. That was 2021. It was like not that long ago. <laughs>
0: That that event was crazy, and the fact that we couldn't watch it even though we were watching it was absolutely nuts. Whoa. But then the but, Capitol event, the camera yeah. was on you the whole time, and the chat was just hating you. I'm like, this guy finally gets
2: – What were they hating little- on? What were they hating on?
0: Oh, they were just saying like, hey, switch the camera off of Travis. I'm like, no, don't switch the camera no, off of Travis. It's
2: about time. It's only been nine years of doing – or eight years of doing this. Let me have my 30 minutes of running. <laughs>
0: Hey, that person's talking to you right there in that car?
2: Yeah, he was. Come to find out, it was actually one of my members, and I had no clue. He was there. Um, And I was like, who's this guy in a Tesla just pulling up beside me? And it actually ended up being one of our buddies, Rob, from the gym. And then I found out when the event was over, and he's like, hey, man. I was like, what what were you doing there? He's like, oh, I was just cheering. But I thought it was just some random stranger just driving beside me saying something.
0: I hate it when I think someone recognizes me and it's a random stranger and then I find out it was a friend. I'm like, oh, fuck.
2: Yeah, at least in that did- moment, I was alone by myself, not really focused on t- who this person was.
3: <laughs> Travis, did that bother you a little bit?
2: That he ran beside me and said something?
3: No, that, like, when you didn't know who it was, that this car was just, like, staying beside you, and, like, this person kept talking to you. No, I didn't you know if were... it was
2: somebody, one, from, like, the games filming, because I was like, oh, is this just, like, right. they're because I was like, I did the, because at that point, the kind of, like, um, not a Kubota thing that was, like, with the camera, like, here, on that just like veered off right there and stopped. So I was like, oh, maybe this is like someone else following, but I was like, there's traffic up here. This guy needs to be focusing on the road. But then I started, <laughs> as I was running, I was like, well, maybe his traffic's like, or his Tesla self-driving and he's not even worried about it. <laughs> um, so those were the conversations I was discussing with myself while this part was happening. But uh, <laughs> I, <laughs> I think don't Vellner they're
0: it. saying, Hey, like, do you think it was inappropriate uh, for a fan to be talking to you while you're, you're trying to get a victory?
2: no no i just
3: think sometimes those things depending on how you're feeling in the workout you just like your, your head just does funny things right so i feel yeah. like sometimes if i was like running by myself and like trying to stay engaged in the race knowing you know you've got another heat following you
2: yeah
3: and then there's like like somebody was next to you like saying something would be like yeah great for like a minute and then like two minutes three minutes i'd be like all right can this guy like <laughs> Like yeah, what do you yeah, want? Like what do you want? Good. I'm bu- I, I'm busy right now. I'm trying to like I can't give you much more than I'm giving you, kind of thing. And just like I feel like there'd be a moment where I'd be like, all right,
2: <sighs> that's enough. Are we
3: done? Are we done
2: here? <laughs> yeah, he more or less yelled out. He's like, let's go, Travis, do it for the dads. And I like look over, and I was like, oh, cool, thanks. I was like, yeah, and I'll keep running. But if we, I think if you would have kept following me, one, I probably would have picked up who it actually was from my right. gym. but. If it was some just like random stranger, co- kind of just doing that, and like they kept yelling, like God, there's been times people have said things, and it's like snap me out of it because it's like just their pitch of their voice or something, and then I'm like, whoa, what just happened?
3: Yeah, or like if it just if it was like you know we were running for a long time, right? So if it was yeah. like you know four or five minutes of the guy being next to you, like cruising really slow on the road, I feel like there'd be a point where I'm like, guy, do you do you mind? I'm, yeah. I'm working here, like.
2: Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to take my couple minutes of uh, fame there. I'm going to enjoy it. I'm going to soak it up.
0: You should have stopped and signed his car with a Sharpie. <laughs> uh, uh, Philip Kelly, $1.99, thank you. The capital was fired. The capital was really crazy. Uh, Jacqueline Robinson, thank you.
1: Oh, that's Canadian money. That's
2: cool. Ah, for the old Canadian over there.
1: Yes, yes. Travis, that was obviously a, a long event. A lot of times at the games, the long events, everyone goes at once. When you think back on that event, are you like, man, I would have loved to go against Ricky and Roman and see if I caught them there.
2: I mean, if you look at the time of where things were, I think I would have.
1: Yeah. I mean, you would have been in the pack with those top dogs. Yeah.
2: just Based off even more so with the sandbags. Um, I think on the final one where I dropped, so I did three flights, dropped it and just kind of took a longer break than probably like necessary and did the final two. So I think even in that moment, I probably could have done the whole thing, I think probably close to unbroken if I like really needed to at that point at the very end, but uh, cause it wasn't like that much time. And uh, most of that time at the very end, like it wasn't on the run. I don't think my run pace was off. I think the run was right. It was more so just at the bags, the carry, and then the, like the farmer carry and then on the whatever other one, because even on the farmer carry, I didn't know where you set the bags down right? Like we were the first ones to go. So when you went out and around, I just never saw where you actually set them down. Cause at that point I was the first one there. So, and then I set them down and probably 15 feet in front of me on the left, the guy was just standing there, not saying a word, just off to the side. Uh. So I start walking again. And then he's like, no, drop him, drop him. And I'm like, where? And then he's like, here. And I was like, okay. And then you dropped him and just ran. So I was like, I think like, at that point dropping, waiting 10 seconds for really no reason. Cause I thought we had to go down the hill. Cause when you like, you walked up those few stairs, went around and like kind of went to the left and then, you know, where we dropped them, Pat, like at the bottom there, I thought we had to go all the way down to where we picked up the orange ones. So I was thinking we had like,
3: okay. Oh yeah. Cause there was that weird run transition in between the bags and the, and the heavy bag.
2: Yeah. And I thought we had to carry it to the heavy bag. So I was like, yeah. God, we got a long way to go before I'm going to be set these things down. So I like set it down, carry it, and he's like, Drop it, drop it. I was like, Here.
0: <laughs> so you would, so you would have, you 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 took a break that you didn't need to take. Basically, you would yeah. have finished that extra 15 feet if you would have known. Hey, that was that the it was end.
2: There, yeah. I really just had no clue where it actually was.
0: Um, were you surprised at how how that uh, when you crossed the finish line and then you watched the carnage afterwards, and it really was carnage? Were you surprised to see how jacked up people were? Yeah it didn't do that to I, you
2: it really was yeah um i remember i think pat even said something about way to make that look easy and then everybody else after did not look the same it just oh i remember we
3: we're watching travis cruise along on the run on the screens before we started and we we're like eh, this looks like kind of fine and then it wasn't very fine at all i, I was on another planet when i finished that was not okay at all uh, not not okay for the rest of the day and part of the next day
1: no yeah. shit. And, and it was crazy because there was there were guys like Travis and Sam Quant that made that orange bag look so easy. And then there was obviously extremes like Lazar Jukic. but I think there were a lot of guys like Pat. Like it didn't necessarily look like the worst thing ever, but it, the lingering effect was just hard on a lot of those guys.
3: I think yeah. that was one of that where, like, I mean, people who were able to train in heat more consistently leading up to it made a big difference. Uh, and like I think some of the guys that weren't, that was one that really hurt them where we can go out and do a 10 minute effort in high heat and survive it without big effects. But then when you get more in the like 20 to 30 minute range, those things just start to, you know, make a bigger difference. So guys that just were better acclimatized, I think smoked it. And that's where guys probably like Travis and Roman and Sam that were able to do a little more of that benefited a lot. Cause that that's what, what killed me. And I think you could even kind of see it that like people that were out there, there was like a time cut off that like anybody who got in under a certain time felt pretty good. <laughs> Anybody who's out there <laughs> a little longer than that was like not feeling good at all. Yeah. And uh, so, yeah, I know it was, it was interesting. It was funny to watch Travis uh, set that trap for everybody though.
2: <laughs> yeah. I feel like we do a lot of, uh, we go to the field, like pretty much on a turf field. So it's already like hot in like the middle of the day. We'll go and do the sessions leading up at around 12 to two. So pretty much like at the peak of what it's going to be. And it's not like, I feel like it's like Carson, like Carson was like, I always felt like way hotter than what it was um, in Madison. But so we would do a lot of stuff there. And then, I mean, we messed with sandbags pretty often. So like once I got to the sandbag, I just felt like that was more of a comfortability thing um, than most. Like we have Husafel ones and large sandbags that go up to like 300. So like we had a lot of exposure beforehand. Yeah, like that. So we pretty much would go out. Oh, just the way I like to see you.
0: Uh, send that to, to only fans right there <laughs> Patrick in, in all seriousness could this be the hardest four days of competition ever like are you prepared that like oh shit like maybe you you and Fikowski have got yourself into something that's harder than the CrossFit games by doing um uh individual and then going team because this could really creep up on you
2: I don't think it'll be that bad
0: why are you laughing Travis no
2: I just just how you're trying to stir it? Just oh, come on, weird.
0: buddy, come on! I'm I'm a, I'm a journalist. I'm a real journalist. I'm empathizing with the I'm
2: empathizing with the the
0: uh, the contestant.
3: Look, I think the way you got to look at it is like, what are we going to have? Six probably events, maybe seven events, individual, whatever, seven or eight scores in in two days that's a lot like that's what we did at rogue years ago four four events a day is a lot uh, i don't think we'll take the floor four times i think we'll have maybe four scores in a day so call it six or seven events and then in team if you have the same amount again but your team of three it's really only like a third of the work. so i'm really like that six events is like two events
0: Oh, he's he's rationalizing. Right, Brian? (laughs) He's trying to. Hey, what about this? What about this, um, Patrick? The six equals the two.
2: I'll be fine. Don't laugh at my (laughs) questions,
0: Travis. You're fucking up this interview. Uh, uh, What what about this? Isn't there going to be like you're psychologically prepared to finish the individual and then come down, right? And you're not going to be able to do that. You're going to finish the individual and you're going to have to stay up.
3: Will that
1: be? Yeah, issue? I'm gonna stay
3: off all night and party <laughs> and celebrate, and then uh, I'll show up on Saturday.
1: And I ju- I just mean like say, emotionally Jeff, you ready you for this work because you got to do all of it. <laughs> yeah,
3: uh, I think I'm kind of looking at it as the, the the way that they built the weekend was good for like giving people this opportunity because the individual competitions first, and then team competition is second. And you know, in general, the team competition, most guys that are doing it are doing it because it's something different for them and it's fun um so i think that that's kind of how we're looking at it if we're gonna go do the individual thing you know you, you put the emphasis on it where you you want to and you are gonna bust your ass for those two days and then i might i might show up a little broken on saturday but that, that's like for fun right like we're gonna show up and and do our best for the team but I think that's going to be i'm really looking forward to the team competition because i think having all the you know a lot of top individuals coming together to make these teams is actually really fun and it's like a different lower pressure kind of competition i think most of us doing that like we're not team athletes that's not what we do people don't like hang their hat on their performance in a team of three elite division um so i think it's actually just going to be like a different style of of thing and a different type of pressure and you know, it's more about bragging rights and things like that. I don't think yeah. anybody's really going there expecting to like blow everyone away as as how good they are in the team category. Right. So, um, no, I mean, I think know. that's why
2: we even did it last year. It was like, we just wanted to do something fun and <clears throat> have a different kind of feel going into the season of just the excitement of, Hey, let's have all three buddies get together and do some workouts. And I think what they did with adding the individual, the days before, I think is pretty neat. Um, but yeah, yeah it I just think, gives
3: people the chance to do both. Right. Um, yeah. And so, and so you get, like, if you look at the names in the team of three division, like
2: there's going to be
3: awesome. It's yeah. going to be so fun to watch. Yeah. And I think you're going to have people out there that are not, maybe not as stoic and not as like focused people that are like having more fun on the floor. And there's going to be maybe like some shenanigans out there. And it's just going to be, it's just going to be like a different feel and flavor of competition. Yeah. So I think that that two days is going to be awesome. Like, yeah. If I'm, if I've got a few miles on me going in, it's going to be all right. Like I'm not, I'm not that concerned about you it. You always have a few um, miles
2: on you, do
3: Yeah, that's right. I feel like I thought everybody did. I wasn't, uh, that's how I go into everything.
0: The same Patrick, way. That, why isn't, um, why isn't, uh, go, go ahead, Brian, go ahead. I won't forget my question.
1: Uh, I'm expecting, uh, some elite level trash talk from Brent and Pat, basically. I think they have a document like I do that says all the athlete skills on the floor and they say their weaknesses where they can needle them <laughs> between events. <laughs>
3: Well, the just
0: good thing be yelling is, at actually, him on the
3: lanes. You can actually needle them during the event because probably there's periods where we're going to, we're going to, not all three
1: of us be working at a time, right?
2: So the other one could just be trash talking while the other yeah. one, the other two are working. Brent's
1: going to pull a note card out of his pocket. and be like, Dennis Sampson, I know how to get to you.
2: just going to be doing oh, all the muscle yeah. lab work. And then when he gets to the barbell, we'll be staring there Like, all right guys, I ain't touching this.
3: <laughs> oh yeah. Without a doubt. We've already talked about it. I'll do 60 muscle ups. I don't care. I'm not even going to see the bar. I'm not going to do a bar muscle up. I'm just yeah. going to hang out under the rigs the whole time.
0: Hey, um, so you, so you you could be doing a pig flip next to Travis and look over at him and say something like, you're you're the shell of the man you used to be. My God. Like, that could come out of your mouth?
3: I mean, I don't know, though. I I, I mean, it probably would. But if I was being honest, I think Travis is aging like a fine wine. Oh, he is. You. That's thank, true. Thank you, thank hey,
0: you. why isn't Travis um doing individual why, why why isn't he sacking it up like uh, you and Fakowski now uh, i didn't ask you no. i didn't ask you
2: you can't ask other people for my <laughs> <gotta> <laughs> <laughs> yeah we can hear someone else's uh response
3: probably because he's smart,
2: he's smart <laughs> there you go <laughs>
3: <laughs> but uh <clears throat> i think the other thing that the the two different competitions kind of running like the elites and the teams in series instead of in parallel kind of helps is if you only want to do one, like, let's say I just wanted to do individual. What if blues is a huge touch point for athletes in the year? And like, there's a lot of sponsorship opportunity there. So like, if you go, you compete two days and then you hang out and like, like hang out at a booth and take care of some obligations that you have. And you have to, we have to do throughout the year. It's just a really nice way to do it. Um, and you're only tied up for a couple of days. You can pour it on when you need to, and then do other things. And it's just, I don't know. Or you can show up for just two days less. Like what, Travis got six, seven kids now?
2: Yes. <laughs> I like well, whoever just commented something at 12. Okay, I didn't do that. <laughs> Yeah,
3: but uh you know uh, maybe Travis has gotta spend a couple extra days at home on that Thursday Friday and then just show up and clean house. Yeah, Friday I'm actually Sunday.
2: heading down tomorrow though. <laughs> so.
3: okay, so never mind then. But Travis, why aren't pars- you why aren't you it doing partially
2: it? Partially for obligations, other obligations that have to take place prior. Um why am I not? Just yeah. more so we all kind of wanted to do the team thing and just put that more of the emphasis and focus and just have fun there. And we're going to do team training and some group stuff leading up, which we were all kind of excited about and had such a fun time last year. Like there's no like, Oh, this is why I'm not doing individual. I was just more, Hey, let's just do the team and have fun doing that.
3: You Uh, guys are doing team building exercises.
2: Yes. Team building. You
3: guys need that. Hey,
2: Uh, we definitely don't.
3: Yeah. Uh, um we, we just we just let our hate and animosity for each other fuel ourselves for competition
2: yeah that's fair
0: <laughs> uh patrick we were talking about this ahead of, uh, before you came on but basically this this is going to go down as probably the most competitive and most uh, enjoyable for the fans team competition in the history of the sport and and it might so we might far. not see it again for like t- another 10 years yeah i mean this is pretty crazy right what's going on
3: uh it's it's a pretty awesome. It's a pretty awesome team event on the men's side. Yeah, on the men's
0: would side. you,
2: If there was ever this at the games, this format, three, would you do that versus doing a team of six or four? Two guy, two girl?
3: <sighs> I
0: don't would
2: know. Would be I, more likely to do that?
3: Uh, <laughs> um, I don't know. Maybe. I think I think maybe just because I think we like we know the men better than we know the women. It's sometimes hard yeah. to form a team with women. The way that our competition format is often at the games for people that don't know is like the men and women are not together very much because one of us is going, then the other is going, then the other is going. Yeah. You're very rarely like warming up or hanging out or doing anything with the women, so. Like the men's field knows each other very well, and a lot of us, like unless you train with some of the women throughout the year, like you just kind of don't, or you go out of your way, you don't really know them as well. So it might be hard to create like an elite team of four with women if you're uh, if you were trying to. Boys, it would probably become very easy for most of the guys to be like, "Hey, I know these two guys really well." Which I, I think would guys be really
2: cool well. to see, right? Because I feel like usually <laughs> on the team thing, you're always just like, "Who's the weakest?" At- weakest link to a degree to whatever aspect that is whether it's high skill gymnastics or weightlifting like there's usually some format of that of like this is just where they're limited where you when you could have three teams like this like what we're all going to be doing this weekend it's like all of us are very good at pretty much 99 percent of the things which i think is what makes it also really cool to watch because like literally everybody's just sprinting <laughs> everything the whole time
3: it's gonna be exciting for sure so you I, I don't, a know, I don't think they ever.
2: A, I think it's more of a crowd pleaser.
3: I don't think they ever would do that format of the games. Me but uh, I think that if it's format that for larger invitational <laughs> competitions that want to create excitement, I think yeah. we'll see how this goes up, goes down this weekend, especially with the like the back to back individual yeah. thing. And if that works out fine, and the individuals aren't dead, and their teams are still competitive, then. Uh, you know, I think it's good proof of concept, and and uh, I think the team thing is going to be super excited. I'm like mo- almost I'm most excited for the team competition.
2: What you didn't know is you're actually doing all the rogue workouts as the individual before you go into the team.
3: Ah, <laughs> oh, easy. <laughs> uh, I've Been there, done that. <clears throat> what is that? Was that like twelve events? <laughs> yeah. We could do that in two uh, days. Well, That's I was 12. like last
2: year when we did it. I was like, man, that was good. Like we all felt healthy leaving. And then this year I didn't go. And then everybody was like, I'm wrecked. I'm destroyed. That was way too much. This is too aggressive.
3: (laughs) I felt like I got better. Like the first day of Rogue with the run and stuff. And then the first day in the stadium where we did like the workout with all the GHDs. We had uh, a a few like the heavy back squat. There was a lot of workouts that put a lot of strain on your body. The first two days, you woke up on the Saturday and you're like, "I messed up." And then Saturday's (laughs) events were all like like three minutes or less. Yeah. So the volume then was fine, and then Sunday you felt like, "Ah, maybe I can do this." But it was uh, they made us earn it this year. That was definitely there was a lot of miles on the body on that weekend. So you didn't miss much.
2: I did it. I watched from afar and it was great.
3: You'll be great. Him, Brian. You'll be. You'll be saved it for this coming weekend. For
2: yeah, be Just Masters. for this. Just for this.
1: <laughs> Get him, Brian. No, I just was listening. <clears throat> Sounds like. Travis thinks there's going to be a high premium on execution at Wadapluza since the margins are so small. So I just <laughs> there re- we go, Travis. Spots on my rankings.
2: Hey, that's fine. You can write it to make down. they garbage. Right? No, but he's, I mean,
1: he's right. I'm trying to, I don't know if you guys have seen it, I'm trying to put up articles for each event that they announce to give people a good idea of just how deep this field is. And when trying to pick a winner or a dark horse, like there's just so many teams to pick from, which is really yeah. cool, you know, because. Uh, you know, you don't get this very often. Yeah, and even even pair, like, I think
2: it was like three teams that we were like you'd go with, and like you could still kind of know who was gonna be where. But like on these, it's gonna be anybody's ball game.
0: <laughs> For the fans, it's weird just seeing you guys all together.
2: I, 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 I think you, it's cool.
0: Yeah, it's in, weird. In place, like, why do you mean it? it's
2: weird? Well, just it's you, the same of any other format
0: no because we don't get an opportunity we don't get it's, it's like the weird thing of having both of you guys on the show at the same time like there there's Let's a dynamic you like holy shit the there's ball. Travis and Patrick and it's kind of like there to see all of you guys on the floor at the same time like like we never see we'll never see Patrick and you with with uh, Rich Froning for example he's an individual athlete so now we're going to be see on the floor and we're going to see all of you guys together or we're going to see uh, at, with these three great guys that seem unstoppable by themselves Adler, Velner and fakowski all on one team. And then and then the same thing with uh, you know you and Chandler and Noah. For us it's a there's kind of the excitement of wow like I've never when are you ever going to see all of these guys in one place? It's like seeing your favorite bands all on the same card. You know what I mean, or, or it's even better than that. It's like having a singer, you know, uh, say your favorite singer sing with your favorite band, and they come together. There really is that. I've never been interested in teams, and I'm so pumped for this. This is gonna be cool. Are you going? No, I'll
1: just sit here and like this. We're this not is- that pumped then.
2: Oh, I'm pumped. Yeah, hey, dude, the best seat the house. That excited. The best seat is the is-
1: house where you can watch the live stream and not see the athletes winning yeah that's what the,
0: like. uh the panchik brothers yeah I mean, where
3: you, where you can go watch the live stream and never see travis
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah we're all used just to it's gonna I, be pulling your hair just out be, all it's weekend it's gonna be no and chandler they'll keep the camera on Is
3: oh that's true that's true. You're, you're the right team for that yeah um
0: patrick was it an easy choice for you to do both
3: yeah i think i i heard they were gonna do the the two the, like the parallel format or not the parallel format the series format and i uh i basically said if the teams are second i would do both and then i would just like find a team of guys it's pretty easy i can just sort of text anybody and they'll take me on a team
1: yeah that's <laughs> very true very not everyone has that luxury was it who who initiated that that idea
3: i can't i can't actually remember i think i was talking to brent about something and we kind of had the same thought about it he's like oh, it was like oh did you hear about the format and like, yeah, I'll probably do both. If, you know, if the, if the individuals go first, I'll, I'll do both. I don't want to show up to the individual competition, wrecked. but, um, and he's like, yeah, same thing. And I was like, oh, well, like, do you want to just make a team and we'll, we'll figure out a third. And we kind of fished around a little bit. Um, but man, I,
2: Oh, so Jeff wasn't even the first one, man. It's,
3: It's funny how you start to just like put feelers out and there's so many people competing in this team division. You'd be like, bring it up with somebody and they're like oh, i'm committed to first, team already yeah. I'm committed. who's your first pick i think we have bkg mm. and it was like i was kind of think, trying to think of guys that were like like my our same era right like yeah. the guys that have been like in that kind of top thing 13, we've all been 14 competing 14 individuals year, yeah. old yeah old. Old so guys, i was like I that was old like old old what guys. i wanted was like a team of like yeah just you know some some seasoned <laughs> better right a little gray guys. in the
2: beard <laughs> and, i uh, got a lot of that
3: so I, I got a – yeah, I think we asked BK, and then he had a team, and then I think we asked Jeff next because um, we were like, well, well, if I can't do that, like, nostalgia team, we'll do a full Canadian team, and I'll just make Jeff lift all the weights, and it'll be fantastic. <laughs>
0: <laughs> see, like, look at this. Matt Burns, I hope Brent Pat are right next to Rich. Me too. I I, I hope uh, – th- uh, and why? Oh, because we just we want to, we just want to see it. Yeah.
2: We're gonna I God, go I, hope,
0: I hope all you guys <laughs> – I hope all you guys get in the same heats together. Hey,
2: it's um, I, well, I, we're all going to be in the same heat. It, it, yeah.
0: Just because all because you're the best teams, and that'll be the way yeah, it is? They'll
2: put the best teams at the top. But I mean, you're looking at like 15 teams that are all good, so it the, all of them are going to be pretty good across. So there's the going to be some. Teams.
0: There's going to be some good teams even in the ass heats.
1: Yeah, if there's 10 teams in the last heat of men, so there's 30 athletes on the floor. Like 25 of them are basically superstars in the sport yeah
0: god it's gonna be so great it is weird um Do you
2: know it, how many James athletes there are on teams brian i feel from like from
1: this year there. or from out their entire history
2: we'll just say the history
1: Me, too. I'll, I like that. I'll have to find that out say within
3: don't go history say within like the last like five years or last okay something uh, you Put
0: guys keep talking i'll have it in a minute you guys are so rude you treat brian like he's a spreadsheet he's a well, human that's being he, that's
2: all he does <laughs> that's all he does <laughs> He, he's. Even, he likes it, it is interesting. That. That's why he uh, does so many of them.
0: Um, it is weird because like you and uh, um uh Fakowski are like caribou and um uh and Adler's like a deer. So <laughs> like to see the three of you guys together, it is a little off. But man, Dude, these are Adler individuals like only. I or or he could be the caribou and you guys could be the deer. Like he would be the caribou. Either either way, I don't know my animals. I'm just making them. Either way, it's an amazing team. I mean, it is really. uh, I I know it scares those guys. Uh, uh, It scares Travis and uh, Noah and Chandler.
3: It'll be a good team. We have the a a unique challenge though with like Brent being much bigger than both of Jeff and I, and like I'm a little bit bigger than Jeff. So I feel like I'm going to be this bridge. And I might end up doing a lot more work than I want to if there's lots of synchro, because I might have to just synchro more with Brent and then also synchro with Jeff. So that's my fear going into this week. <laughs> he has fears.
2: Do you have that any that fears, gonna... Travis, you'd like to share? No, I think. I don't, <laughs> I think I don't, <laughs> no, but I mean, I think myself, Chandler, Noah, like we're all like Noah's probably the, the I'm the tallest one out of everybody um but they are so good at like the gymnastics stuff so they sync up with mine so it's all based off of my speed for pretty much everything right. we do unless it's like wall balls or rowing then i change my cadence but the majority of it's based off of like me
3: right absolutely oh, no stress no, it's
2: just it's no stress for me that i just do my normal workouts and they just come yeah. along for the ride
3: <laughs> good that's that's a great that's a great gig See, i'm the guy who's like they're like you're good at gymnastics they so like figure it out <laughs> and yeah, then i'm gonna do that you're gonna
2: have to match one of us and i'll have to
3: go really slow for one and then a little bit faster for the other so i'm probably gonna just uh anyway i feel like i'm gonna go sign up for this team thing being like it'll be fine. I'm gonna ha- i won't be doing that much work and we'll have some fun and then i'm gonna end up probably doing a lot more work than i signed up for yeah.
1: there are there are over 30 individual male games athletes in the team division at wadapalooza
3: so that would be a whole heat then yeah
1: yeah it's crazy that's a lot and if you if you count and that's not counting guys like jorge fernandez and Joshua Chama who podiumed in the team division this past year so that's just guys who've competed individual over 30 yeah for sure because that doesn't count yeah. everybody knows that <laughs>
0: I wonder if is Jorge going to the games this year? You think is, is he doing teams again? He's doing teams. I said think he they is are, doing
3: yeah. teams again. Yeah.
0: Oh, what a shame. Uh, Tommy Rodriguez, thank you for the um, ten dollars. This is probably one of the easiest shows I've ever done. Uh, these guys are awesome. Don't let them know. Um, uh, Travis, I, I I'd, I'd spoken to um Patrick about the beaded rope at the um games, and then I heard you mention it on the Animus Corpus. Uh, god, horrible name. Uh, podcast great numbers though I podcast like is the, killing it
2: podcast um, right come up with the name
0: um uh so so there is a, it, it you thought it was a little weird that people just showed up with beaded ropes too
2: yeah magically wow i have a speed rope and that's all i used and these other people magically have these beaded ropes that they oh where did this come from pull it out of their bag perfect size ready for some uh, <laughs> <laughs> wonders um I mean, I think it was still one of those things. They should have just, like, you don't have to say what we're doing, but just put a, like, feeler out. I remember seeing a video of Horvath doing crisscross double under. Yep, yeah,
0: They got pulled down. They got, it got pulled down, so yeah.
2: In that, it's already questionable of, like, okay, like so you have this upper hand of already knowing. Um, but I feel like that happens every year with something. Like, someone always gets leaked something. Someone always has some upper hand of knowing. Um some workout or detail. Like I remember this year I knew people knew the strongman event before it was announced. They were like, yeah, this is, what's going to be, I'm like, how do you people know this thing? Uh, but it just happens. But I think in regards to that, they should have just given everybody like a week ahead of time. At least we don't look like idiots when we get out there like, Hey, live TVS, CBS filming. Well, these guys can't do a jump rope at all. Um, I, did,
3: I mean, I didn't see you in that last round, Travis.
2: I didn't either. I didn't either. I don't, I I don't
3: remember. I don't remember you out there looking like an idiot.
2: No, I would have much rather been there looking like an idiot. But I think it's, <laughs> but it's still one of those things, though, right? Like, oh, I know what you're saying. Is just give the athletes a a week, like a clip, like a thirty second clip, and then you don't even have to say anything else about it. But then everybody would have practiced, in at yeah, least, which
3: they have done in the past. Like, yeah. the, remember the year we did the ring handstand push ups? They like made yep. a little video of it, you know, a couple weeks ahead so people could get
2: up and give it a Or shot. the crit
1: race, they said t- you could have to know how to clip into a bike. Some people still had a hard time figuring it out. Yeah. But so at least they not gave even, you three weeks.
2: Yeah, not even like announcing the workout or saying anything else, but at least like the <laughs> skill of it, because that's a completely different rope that I would ever use. Uh, or like
1: what Wadapalooza did with the parallel handstand hold. They give about 10 days' notice. People can yeah. practice that so that they actually have a chance to.
2: Yo, you know, that they like shouldn't it. have done though. You don't that, think so? But then it's also one attempt. That's what I. Yeah, can't of
1: course, win. Pat doesn't want that. <laughs>
2: well, it's interesting. Uh, that I figured it should have been a few times on a few attempts. Like you have a two-minute window attempt. Like the fact that there's too much gray area for that. Like the person winning.
1: It'll be addressed, so
2: even if it was like you know, Pat could win it but kicks up and just has a little slip up falls like that's your one attempt. Like that to me, just, you don't let the athlete show. No,
1: There'll be a caveat for for that. Yeah. So I think they have done so. things like that in the past where
3: it's like, if you do, a, if you don't do five seconds or something like that, then um, you can kick up again. I, we'll see if they do it, but that's sometimes a good way to do it. Cause yeah, if your kick up is just bad and you do a little fumble and then you're right down and you, then you kick back up and you yeah. do a, a minute, then um, there's
1: there's ways to avoid that. Hopefully they think about it. No, no, but we I, have I mean, we've talked about that. There it'll be a, a time where like if you haven't like by uh, this time okay. you have well, to. Then have, that makes that makes. Oh uh, yeah sense. yeah. When I
2: saw cool. just one kick up, I was like, look, that's I, <laughs> yeah, come yeah. on people. Like
1: <laughs> we just don't want people out there all day like they do. Twenty seconds. So, no, no, I can go longer and and, and go again. Yeah, because there's a that, lot I of mean, other. Cap
2: it at a window or something. Right, but right, yeah, right. no, that's better to at least give it But room. we also wanted someone
1: if they could go for ninety seconds. What you're saying is you already
2: know all the workouts.
1: Yeah two and a half minutes that we want them to have the opportunity to do that too. So we didn't want to cap them if two minutes, if there's three guys still going at two minutes, we still want to know who's the best guy. I am not as
0: tall as Noah. I don't think, I think Noah's taller than me or, or close. How tall is Noah? Taller than you. (laughs) Um, The, the, so, you know, when you, when you talk about it leaking, if they know it leaked then I don't think the the right thing is to try to cover it up. It's just then leak it, lean into it, right? So if if you know that it's gotten out that people are gonna do the ropes, then just tell everyone.
2: Yeah, that like you, you look more suspicious deleting it and taking the whole post out, and then you did just keeping it up.
0: <laughs> she she works closely with the jump rope company, though, right? Isn't that kind of what? I think so. That was like a uh
2: uh RX yeah ropes or yeah. something. Who, who was it? S- rx smart gear right
0: Some RX smart gear is that the same uh, rx ropes same same people dave yeah hey, i feel like um uh, secrets don't make it to training think tank or like i don't feel like leaks make it down there or to canada no. like you guys are kind of out of the know and you're yeah, we,
2: we're not informed we're in too, your circles we're too pasty to be in the loop of that
3: <laughs> you
0: guys hey i why know, know everything to- i
2: just play dumb <laughs> <clears throat>
0: Uh, there's not a great comment here about your decor, by the way, Pat. Uh, Pat's house looks like it's uh, a set from Stranger <gasps> Things. Apparently, it's
3: 1983 in Canada. Hey, man, back in what is it with the, like the nostalgia era? Man, everything was better back in the day.
0: <laughs> uh, uh, Pat, Pat, you did not have a beaded rope at the games. I did not.
3: No, he did I not. I only had a speed rope. I had two speed ropes, actually.
2: I had two as well. <laughs> did it go well? <laughs> I was practicing in the back, and I nailed my back, and somehow, like it created like the Susan G. Coleman like breast cancer symbol, like welt <laughs> on my back, and was bleeding. I'm not.
0: Are you pulling that up, Caleb, so we can see the Susan G. Coleman? <laughs> you know, what the fuck yeah. is
2: that? Like the
3: <laughs> that was a good
2: pull. <laughs> yeah the there were yeah it, it looked the <laughs> on my back looked like without the dot but just like the line i have a picture of it somewhere um but yeah no that definitely happened
3: yeah the speed cables too like if you hooked your feet and like landed on the cable which i did a few times i i completely wrecked i had to get a new cable when i came home cuz it was like all kinked and yeah it ruined it yeah, yeah, I don't even know control.
0: how you. <laughs> yeah, what a what a mess to even. Hey, that that we can agree definitely on that. At least if you're not going to tell the people, have ropes, the appropriate rope available for everyone, right? We've
3: okay. like, like done it's, that in the past with a few things, like with the heavy ropes. We always get one, right? I think that would have been probably the best thing to do. Yeah,
0: you just um, give everybody. But, their own. Give everyone yeah, a new whatever. bead rope, right there. Yeah, that's crazy to do it with a wired rope. Uh, Travis, here's a here's a great question for you. Uh, can you beat the 606 2K? Uh, or no, it was actually 603 that Hopper did and 606 that uh, James Sprague did on the 2,000-meter row. What's your best?
2: Uh, I haven't tested it in probably 10 years because it was at our old gym location, and it was 621 back then. Um,
0: it's that bad that it's been 10 years since you've tested it. It's just horrific. I've,
2: I haven't had a need
1: to. <laughs> or desire.
2: Yeah, like the desire to do that on a 2k or the bike. I just haven't had it like a need. Um, I mean, I think I could be pretty close to that. Yeah.
0: Uh, P- Patrick, do you have it? What, do you know what your best 2k is?
2: No, I have no idea. And,
0: and do you remember the last time you tried it? Nope.
2: Yeah. Cause and, that was posting people like, Oh, you think you could beat it? I was like, I honestly haven't tried this and I don't know if I want to try this.
3: <laughs> I just, I don't know. I've never really been into, there's a lot of the, trends that pop around the community where it's like like what oh, maybe six months ago everyone was doing fran again and it was like all this sub two minute fran stuff that's because like, of
1: the qualifier for Wadapalooza.
3: okay i don't know what's what spurs it sometimes but i just like i can't be bothered I, I have like other things i'm doing in training that are things that i need to get better at and like travis is saying like you and travis needs to go spend another hour on the rower like probably not It's only going to be six minutes
0: and that's going to be 50 minutes of pain.
2: Yeah. Like
3: the, (laughs) so it's just like, there's more productive things that he could be doing. And it's like, if I'm, you know, if I was doing a big thing where I was doing a rowing progression and building up to it, sure. Whatever. Maybe I'll, I'll test it anyway, just to see, but I don't know. I feel like most of my like maxes or benchmarks are theoretical. I'll be like, Hey, I want to, like I'm gonna base my front squat on like a this number because that's what I think I should be able to hit on like my best day, and then I'm basing my percentages my percentages off that. And then when a front squat comes up in competition, and it's a one RM, then maybe I hit my number that I've been basing it off, and I'm like, hey, cool, I was on track. But I, trying to test like competition test things really regularly like that especially out of context where it's just really random to what your training has been progressing toward i feel like it's yeah. kind of useless well,
2: and it's like yeah like he's saying like was he doing a whole 12-week progression to get to that point before he even hit that uh versus just yo, know, the dude went to his garage busted out a 603 and did it regardless very impressive on the row i just For don't sure I just have a lot of other things like what Pat's passing to be spending my time doing then. And I got a lot of kids at home that
1: I don't need to be recovered. Yeah, those for guys are 21 and 23 years old. Yeah. No kids running around.
0: Hey, yeah, and and, and, and that old. won't become a trend by the way, just so you know that will the two uh, max
1: two K effort will not become a trend. No,
2: that didn't pick up very much.
1: <laughs> <speed>. <laughs> I do think Hopper was onto something though. He said, if someone breaks six minutes, I think you'll see other guys start to do it. And mm-hmm. he equated it to the four minute mile. It might not yeah, be the I mean, elite people, crossfitters, but it might just be. People already have. Right, right. She's but not, not much, not much in
0: <laughs> Is there a games athlete that's broken the six minutes that you guys know of?
1: Not okay. No. Not that's made it public. No. I mean, and and, and, I, and I honestly, it's to be elite at crossfit and to go sub six minutes on a 2K, the, to do the combination of that is very difficult and require a certain body type to begin with and then also <laughs> to want to try it. My guess is there's probably CrossFitters who can do it, but they're not like games level CrossFitters. Yeah. Like the guy that won uh, Open Workout 19.1, supposedly. The six foot seven Norwegian guy. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah. There you go. Exactly. Exactly like that guy. I
3: remember know. training at a gym in Ottawa at Paul Trombley's gym for years. There was a big guy there, like huge, huge dude. And he would, you know, train CrossFit all the time, but he competed at in indoor rowing championships and stuff like that. And it would be, it would be guys like that for sure that uh, can just like haul on it.
0: Uh, Jonathan Adams, sub six uh, should mean you're uh, on an Olympic team. Hey, yesterday we were watching a, a Instagram video on the live Colin show of uh, Cody Anderson um, front squatting uh, 385 for three. And uh, Susa said, hey, I think that there's like some equation there that Penlay came up with where if you can front squat, uh, whatever you can front squat three times should be your uh, max clean is yeah. that true is is that like some just like not yeah, true yeah. but is it some conventional wisdom there
2: yeah i would say so
0: yeah, yeah. i i never heard that it's interesting patrick
2: i
3: have heard that before yeah i, I don't know i mean i'd say most i think of it just says something about your yeah it says something about your uh confidence oh in your legs and that like if you can it doesn't mean you can pull it from the ground and get under it so you know it just means that the squat probably won't be limiting yeah. your ability yeah right actually
2: I, I think it's more so in regards of like if you're able to catch it, receive it, you'll stand it up. Like if you're yeah. able to front squat it for three, like if you front squat it for one, you're probably not going to stand out of it, out of a bottom of a clean. Um, but for three and triple, you probably could.
1: We we had this conversation in our gym last month. We did a three rep max front squat at the end of a, a strength cycle. And a lot of us were like, that's supposedly what we're supposed to be able to clean. And none of us thought we that we could.
2: What did you try? Probably to you don't in? believe. You don't believe in yourself.
1: I had four I for have your gym. It's
2: four
0: bed. for your gym. It's four, Brian. That's right.
2: <laughs> four reps. It's yeah, all like. them believing. That's why they say pull
3: and pray. <laughs>
0: um, well, was ground, int- close Rogue eyes. was interesting for both of you. Um, Travis knew that he was supposed to weigh the weights, but thought he was too good to weigh them. And, uh, and Patrick flushed $200,000 down the toilet. Um, <clears throat> what uh in in, high, are you, in hindsight are you glad you didn't go travis
2: no i mean i wish i'd put the effort in to go and try Would you've
0: qualified in. with your scores
2: yeah yeah it was i mean i figured it was rogue plates they were rogue bumpers i just and honestly it was more of just like i'm gonna i just really it's my own fault i skimmed over and didn't really like read the rules i was just like show the plate like usually you just show the plates and that's really it like we've never had to weigh the plates. so i didn't even like really cross my mind of doing that i just showed them carried on um but wasn't meant to happen clearly yeah
3: it's just and, and, occurring to me now that i didn't get them to weigh my plates in that last event of the invitational and i think that <laughs> mine were probably a little <laughs> heavier than everyone else's that's
2: probably exactly <laughs> what happened
3: valid hey it's so valid I think I can uh, contest. It gets too late
0: to contest.
1: Recount. Oh, oh, well. Count the votes <laughs> in Florida. I'd go back.
0: Uh, Pat, an experience like that, um, does that end up being a good experience or does, does it haunt you at all? Is it like wh- – where do you put that in your uh, in your
3: memory? Competitions? Like they're not good experiences. I think you have to try to extract value, right? Like you – not everybody is in an opportunity to take a big swing. So, you know, you, you do things to
0: like Travis was not in an opportunity. He did not put himself in an opportunity.
2: (laughs) I didn't even get a, I didn't even get up to bat,
3: but yeah. So it's like, it's good to get to that position and be like, Hey, you know, I'm, I'm still contending for the top spot here, which is huge uh, in a field like that. So that's super valuable. Um, But yeah, of course those things sting. And if you sit there and think about how bad it sucks, forever like it's still gonna stuck but you got to uh you have to move on and try to move on to the next thing and maybe use it as motivation if you can but uh i don't know you have to have a bit of a short memory in any sport so it sucks it sucks that it didn't you didn't win it sucks whenever you don't win but you have to try to you know make take something of value out of it
0: yeah and and it's crazy right it's kind of bittersweet you were so close and so people so many people don't get so close um
3: Hey, I was yeah and if, and if you weren't close you bored. wouldn't it wouldn't sting that bad right right and like that's the thing but uh yeah i mean it's fine I, you know i'll live i'm all right but uh it is funny and i have heard that travis from a lot of people everybody said hey you know we we're really we thought you had it we we're hoping for you but you know that doesn't but help but then you me,
2: let doesn't... me down but other than that <laughs> exactly
3: let everybody down so but you know the other thing is uh, it that i've looked at is it makes uh the men's field look really exciting like the other thing i heard a lot was people saying man that was the most exciting finish i've seen in the men's competition in a very
1: long time well and Um, then we had a super exciting finish in the men's competition it wasn't maybe the same uh, caliber of games athletes but in dubai it came right down to the wire also and i'm hoping that it's close in in miami so this is the thing and i I don't know how it could not be like i'll 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 be honest
2: i don't know what happened in dubai
1: five points separated three spots on the podium. That's one position over the course of the weekend. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, all the, all of these events, it's
0: so close that like, you can be like, Hey, if it wasn't for that ref or if it wasn't for whatever, you can just point to one small thing. It would have been different. I mean, every
3: sport is like that.
0: Right, 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 right.
3: If if I get to say that and be like, well, it was that whatever, no rep. And then, so, okay, the guy that beat me gets his chance to take back his worst mistake or his worst call. And, everybody gets to do it and then it washes right. out anyway. Right. So I think, I agree. yeah, everybody gets tough calls and you can't, it, they do suck and sometimes they suck worse than others, but you have to take that for what it is and try to just be a little better, move a little better and and try to not leave it in the judge's hands whenever you can. Um But yeah, it's just, I think that the men's field right now, well, both fields now with Tia out for this year, the, both competition fields are in a really cool spot where it should be very exciting in every competition that we do. Uh, and it, there's just so much parody and it's, it's very fun. I think the competition field is, is, is going to be in a really sweet spot for a couple of years, at least.
0: Uh, Pat, uh, games this year, uh, another uh, so run I have
2: a Couple of minutes, just so you know. So.
0: thank you. Uh,
2: will I go to the games?
0: We make a run at it. I'm, I'm trying, I'm trying to be humbl- yeah. a humble, humble.
2: Um, I'll make another. Are you old and washed up, and are you going to try again, or are you throwing in the towel and retiring?
3: I wouldn't go if I didn't think I could be competitive. (laughs) Put it that way. Yeah.
0: No. I. I, I, And and are you healthy? No
3: one's healthy. Right. We're all slowly. (laughs) We're all. We're all slowly on a procession to the grave.
0: You have any crazy shit like Travis where, like, like your liver out. stopped working, or like you have erectile dysfunction? You got any weird shit like Travis got going? Travis like, has
3: liver stopped function. I, he I,
0: I didn't morning? couldn't even follow it, but he had to get like blood work or something, like something was wrong with him for a second.
2: It was liver and kidneys, but that was the beginning of last year. Oh
0: you got anything weird
3: like that? You got anything what's, heavy? What's up with that? You've been on the heavy poisons
2: lately. Yeah, what do you put in into your them? body? I got into the poisons, yeah, uh, okay yeah it uh it got into grandpa's
3: you know coster up there
2: yeah <laughs>
3: um no i mean nothing too crazy like i think just you know lingering little things from the wear and the, tear yeah we we load our bodies a lot right and like we were, uh, alluded to earlier with all those young guys like my body doesn't eat it quite the same way it did you know 10 years ago but uh it's fine i'm getting used to putting a little more time and effort into keeping my body moving so i'm i'm, I'm doing all right <clears throat> feeling better actually in the last little bit than i had through the games
1: and rogue and stuff like that so um, everything's alright you're you're 3 for 3 on your trips to miami three time defending champ coming down there yeah i am yeah you could have just walked into the sunset got on a team let that live in history said you're, t- you're taking a chance going out there with some big dogs in the field carrying any pressure on your shoulders
3: yeah of course all the all the pressure's on my shoulders but <laughs> I don't know. I think that's kind of a cheesy way to go out, right? Like, whatever. I don't, I'm not that worried about Legacy that it's like he won three, but then he showed up and came fourth.
1: So, like, what a piece of shit. Have you seen my predictions
3: like, already? I don't think anybody does that. No, hey, I, I agree
1: haven't. with you. I agree with you.
3: It's like, come on. Like, I don't think it, whether or not I win again, it's going to change the way it's looked at, right? Um, I'm going out. But, well, I'm going out yeah no, like, I, I love this, that attitude. this is a pretty just... sweet job right like I, I love that I'm able to do this I'm able to travel around I'm gonna get to go compete with a bunch of friends and see people and this is very cool stuff that we get to do and, and that is not lost on me I think in fact I think you know the later I get in my career the more I appreciate it because I think in the early stages of come my career when I was in school and things like that I I didn't enjoy it I, I the same way like I was really flying in competing get it was like another job and I would I'd be in and out and I would just do my job and win, leave. Um, so I'm, I'm enjoying that. I get to go do this stuff. Sometimes bring my family along and, and really try to like take advantage of these opportunities while they exist. Cause you know, I, I'm not going to be around forever. I'm not going to be able to do it forever. So um, I think you have to be able to just be okay with that. Like any, any sport you play, anytime you compete, anytime you take the floor, there's a vulnerability to that, that you're always taking a risk and you're always kind of really ex- laying yourself bare and putting yourself out there of like, Hey, this is, you know, the best I can be right now. Um, and sometimes it's going to be good enough and sometimes it's not going to be good enough. And that's just part of being an adult. Like sometimes you just like, it's going to be what it is and you have to do your absolute best and, and, uh, you know, let everything fall where it will.
0: Three, he he's one individual three times in a row. Yep. Yeah.
1: 2019 You're you beat so- Travis Mayer. You're a stud.
0: Uh, oh shit, <laughs> Travis, you have to go. Uh, the new uh, we're getting spammed. A new dating for all tastes and ages. <laughs> you brought your you brought your bots with you.
2: I can't help it.
0: Hey, uh, both you guys, thank you so much uh, for coming on. Super excited. Yes. You guys are the best. That was as, seriously okay. you. You made that was the easiest hour and thirty eight minutes of my life yeah it was
2: probably the longest of mine but other than that it was <laughs> uh
0: we will see you guys in waterpalooza uh always awesome seeing both you guys
2: what do you mean you won't be there
0: uh, i will be seeing you from right here for <laughs> right from where i'm sitting with my feet up
2: uh sounds good no problem thanks for having me on good yeah thank you Patty,
0: patrick you're a good you dude as always days. thanks man
2: good to see you travis we'll good see you man yeah man we'll see you then no, i said food. you're a good
0: dude good to see you Sevon. Oh uh, yeah. Steven, good to see you. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, you guys are the best. on the shirt. What? what shirt? Vindicate. What about Vindicate?
1: Oh yes, yes, yeah. Okay, here.
0: Uh, both of you, I would like both of you guys to swing by the Paper Street Coffee coffee paper street coffee booth and get your free CEO you shirt. Don't forget, oh, I have one for each of you. Got it. I'll see what I can do. All right.
3: My schedule. I'll be honest. I don't spend a lot of time in Vendor Village in the. Uh, Send the Owen to it. get
2: it, Val. And Waipuza. It is a madhouse.
3: Yeah, <laughs> it's tough to walk around through there.
0: All right, guys. Thank you so much.
2: All right, no problem, bud.
0: Bye. See you, guys.
2: Dude, who spelt my name wrong at the top of this? Thing? Get the fuck oh. out of here! <laughs> who <spelled laughs> you the Who did that? <sighs> Ryan, was that you?
3: It was me. I'm sorry. Oh,
1: my
2: God, you people are garbage. I'm never I am never. asked them if they did it on
1: purpose. I thought they did it on we purpose. Did it on purpose. Like, we did it on
0: purpose. We uh, did it on purpose. Definitely did it on purpose.
2: That is not purpose. Oh, uh, Travis, purpose.
0: we're losing That's our purpose. connection with you. you yeah, you're breaking I'm, up. Uh. <laughs> oh, my God. Sorry, Caleb. Miss <laughs> Raptis, hi.
4: Hi, how are you?
0: Awesome. How are you? Where are you?
4: Uh, I'm outside. Can you hear me?
0: Oh, much better than Vellner. Man, it, Vellner was talking to us out of a, like a tin can.
4: <laughs> okay, good. Hopefully I stay good.
1: Is it, uh, is it warm down there?
4: Yeah, it is pretty warm. I don't know what it is right now. It's probably like 60s.
0: Um, Brian is going to uh, tell us uh, uh, in a second how special Alexis is, but she really is special. For those of you guys who don't know, uh, I'll fill in the gaps for Brian I have a couple stats, but I don't want to rain on his parade, but you are looking at a very, very uh, special athlete that maybe not all of you know, but all of you are going to know very shortly. She does train uh, down at training think tank with uh, Travis and Noah, Uh, Brian, take it away. And I didn't, Brian doesn't even know I'm going to ask him this, but let's see how good he is. And Adam Rogers and -hmm. Adam Rogers, God, in your in your relationship with your coach. We'll get into that in a second. Okay. Not the same know? relationship Rebecca Fuslie has with her coach, but still special. <laughs> but still special.
1: I think um, Alexis is in a uh, kind of a unique spot right now because, and, and I'll even, uh, this was a kind of actually cool for me to see, you know, she finished 10th at the games last year. It was a very good performance, but it's, it's one of those things like when you get to the top level, like the spotlight just gets brighter and brighter. The, the closer you get. And even though she's beaten 75% of the field and it's a great year for her, there's, she's just kind of in that realm where you don't get a ton of attention. So she got a lot of attention on her for the event that she won, of course. And then most of the rest of the weekend, if you're just watching kind of casually, you're not going to see too much of her, but she's 23.
4: Yep. 23, 23 years
1: old. Got a good base of training behind her already. A really good training environment. And I think that she's actually on the fringes of the conversation for pushing for a top five or maybe even podium threatening performance in the next year or two, especially with some of the women that are leaving the sport.
0: Uh, very, very nice, Brian. Let me may, may I may I, I, I'm going to do Brian's job now for him. Let me squeeze in some of the facts. Maybe Brian will even be impressed. Uh, 2015. You took fourth place in the 16th and uh, 16 and 17 year old division. Mm-hmm. 2016, you took second place in the 16 and 17 year old division. Yep. Uh, last year was your rookie year. You took 10th place. I stole this idea from Brian. Uh, in, the, in the previous year, it was Catherine David's daughter who took 10th place. In 2020, it was Andrea Nissler, And in 2019, it was Danielle Brandon. So you are an in incredibly uh, good company with that tenth place finish. You went into the final event uh, in 2022 in seventh place, mm-hmm.
3: uh,
0: I, I, and, I, and I and I from hearing you talk about it, I know that stings because you were hoping in that final event to move up the leaderboard, but unfortunately, you moved down, but still stayed in the top ten, which was your goal, yes. which is a crazy ambitious goal for a, a, a rookie. It's mm-hmm. cross the CrossFit games,
4: yeah. Yeah, I mean, um, going. You're into a bad that-
0: dude. You're a bad dude, Alexis <laughs> Raptors. I know, I know. You are, you are. Well, the cra- and leaves. the crazy
1: thing is, she didn't even do that bad on the final event. It was just like the perfect scenario where the women yeah. that she needed to do a little bit worse did really well.
4: Yeah. And I really didn't know where I was at to be honest. I think I knew I was maybe in like seventh or eighth, but maybe knowing where I was at, like going forward. Just being more aware of the leaderboard, maybe it could help me. But yeah. It was um it I would say it was a very successful season. Yeah.
0: And 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 you're gonna do better. Yeah. Hey, Brian, rising star, no fluke here, right? This is a uh, special
1: athlete. Some I some really so, yes. crazy skills. Yes, definitely. Thank, Thank you. Uh, I think it's I mean, uh when you know, she's got some really 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 elite gymnastics capacity she has some really good uh, barbell capacity and those two things are a really good recipe Uh, i think that if you had to choose two of three with aerobic being the other one aerobic's the one that you would be okay with having the the need to bring up to meet the other two and i I think that that's kind of where she's at Mm -hmm.
0: um tell me tell me who adam is In, in all the interviews i've watched with athletes you really talk about your coach more than i've heard other people talk about their coach
4: yeah. Um, we have a super special relationship. Um, we've been working together since I think, I think almost four years now. And, uh, so I, the first time I worked with him was I competed at mid Atlantic in 2019. And I, at the time I just wanted a coach. I didn't really know anything about him. I didn't know anything about training think tank. Um, it was kind of just like the perfect, storm, like it all worked out and I don't know how it worked out because I feel like I chose the best coach in the world, um, without even knowing it. But he, especially since I've moved here to Georgia, um, we've just gotten to know each other so well. And he just knows me so well as an athlete and also as a human, and it makes it so much easier. Um, oh my gosh, my laptop just talked to me. That was weird. Uh, but anyways, he like he cares so much about not only you know my success, but also just me as a human. And so getting to know him better since I've moved here and um, just building that relationship took, I feel like, my level just to the next level completely. And I feel like that showed um, at West Coast, but then it wasn't until after that where we really just like – both a hundred percent committed to the process and committed to like this goal that we set. And we both put everything that we had into the season last year. And it just showed like we were just in sync with everything. And it was just, I don't know. It's just really special to have a coach that cares so much. Like it feels like he cares equally to how I care about CrossFit and my goals and, I mean he was there at every single training session, uh, every competition. He had every workout, like every warm up written out for me, like minute to minute, just everything dialed in. And um he's just super professional and he's so good at what he does. And um I just let him take care of the whole coaching programming side and I don't worry about a single thing. And I just do what I'm told honestly, and it just works. It works so well for us.
3: How
0: much of it has to do with, I mean, obviously a huge part of it has to do with the fact he knows what he's doing. He's got a good eye. Yeah. He's able to, he's, he's understanding you, but how much of it also is the fact that what I'm hearing you say is, is that he believes in you so much and he's raised the bar so high in coaching that now you have an obligation to raise the the bar that high as an athlete. I'll say something so cheesy, it might not even be appropriate, but something as much as like, if you wanted to eat something bad at night um, before you went to bed, you might not do it knowing that your coach has put this much effort into, um, into your success that now you feel obligated to put that much effort into your success.
4: Yeah. I mean, I feel like any failure that I have, I feel, um, like I feel like I disappointed him almost because he puts a hundred percent into his side of it. And in order to, accomplish our goals like it takes both of us and so yeah like any decision that i make um he plays a part in it for sure because i would not be where i'm at without him yeah
0: what a what a crazy thing even though on one hand you you can intellectualize it's not true and it's and it's not right it's still probably still a good mindset to be in that hey someone's relying on me someone believes in me and i'm gonna let someone down if i fuck this up yeah like just leverage that 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 insecurity or that ego to push yourself.
4: Yeah. Yeah. A hundred percent.
0: Does he have other athletes?
4: Yeah. He's got a bunch of athletes. Um,
0: does that bug you?
4: No, it doesn't bug me. Drop Uh,
0: him, drop her.
4: (laughs) He doesn't have any, um, any other games athletes. And that's, I don't know. I think that would be, if it was another female athlete, I think it would be hard for me. And we've talked about that. Um, but I mean, I would love if he had another games level male athlete. I think it would be really cool. Um, But yeah, he's got a bunch of really good athletes, semifinal athletes. Um, A few, like, actually, a handful of them are here, which is super awesome because we have a really great training environment um, and I can train with a lot of them. But yeah.
0: Uh, Jordan Vance, uh, Alexis Raptus equals great. Thanks, Jordan. Um, After the games, um, so so you win an event your rookie year at the games. Uh, Does that happen very often, Brian? I'm guessing not. She's in Uh, more
1: often than you think, but yeah, but it's I mean it's still it's still rare, but it happens.
0: I I heard you say something like uh, if you could just beat. Um, every athlete, at least once at the CrossFit games, that could be a good like psychological uh, piece to take away with you going into 2023. So when you take a first, you, you, you do that. It's done. Yeah. Go yeah. check it off the box. I beat everyone.
4: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I thought it was um, one of our coaches at our gym parent. She said that to me, she was like, it would be so cool if you could just throughout the weekend beat every single person at one point. And I was like, that is kind of a cool goal to have. And, um, obviously taking first an event, you do that, but also throughout the weekend, I found myself just beating girls and things that I didn't think I could beat them in. And it was a huge confidence booster. Cause it's like, Oh wow. Like, ev- like everyone's, I mean, now everyone's beatable, you know, like there's always something that someone is better than you at. And so, um, yeah, like taking first was insane. I, I don't know when that, when that workout got announced, I remember talking about it with Adam and we both knew like the goal was to win. We were going out there to win. Like I had, I had literally just like blockers on my goal was just like, I'm winning this workout. And, um, after Adam was just like, you know, like you just want a workout at the CrossFit game. That's crazy. And I was like, I mean, I don't think I realized how crazy and cool it really was until after, um, but yeah, that was like one of those moments that you just will never forget. Just so so special.
1: Um, yeah. And the was- build up to that event was it was it helpful at all to draw on the event win from West Coast on the strict handstand push up the year before?
4: Um. Yeah. I mean, everyone kind of was coming up to me and being like, "Oh my gosh, this is such a good workout for you." And sometimes those workouts are more nerve wracking because the expectations are high, but. When I was practicing in the back I just felt so good and I remember Adam telling me paces for the bike and in my head I was like I want to like I don't want to just win this I want to like destroy this workout and so I just totally went off script of what he told me to do and I held like a crazy pace on the bike and I it was just awesome like I felt no pain honestly cuz I was just like in this crazy like flow state felt so good um
1: i can imagine him in the stands being like that's that's yeah. Too fast well, yeah was yeah. he freaking
0: out Did, was he freaking out
4: i don't know but he, after he was like you know you didn't have to bike that hard at the end like you were a minute ahead and i was like i don't care i'm ending this the right way i'm sprinting <laughs> yeah it was so cool
0: Hey, when you set, when you set the goal to, to beat every athlete at the games, at least once you, you kind of know you're going to have to take a first because, yeah. because T is there. And yeah. so at some point, and, and I remember watching that last night and she took second, right? I mean, because yeah. she's on the wall when you're on the bike. Yep. So here's the greatest CrossFitter of all time. And then you,
4: yeah, yeah. And you were
0: going psycho. You'd gone full psycho <laughs> Tim Paulson on the bike. You, you were, you were getting yeah. it.
4: Well, I didn't, I had no awareness of what, like where everyone was, else was at. I knew she was on the bike too, but in my head, I'm like thinking she's probably right behind me. I got to pick it up. And so the crowd is going crazy and I was just like ripping it. I, I couldn't feel anything. It's, it was just all just adrenaline at that point. But I also knew, I mean, my goal was top 10 all weekend. And so you have to take like, wherever you can get those home hitter workouts, like you really have to take advantage of those because that can really like just boost you up there. So every single time a workout like that came out, it was like, okay, let's take a risk because it could really
0: pay off. Alexis, how many years did you do gymnastics for?
4: Um, I started in uh, fifth, fourth or fifth grade and then I quit in eighth grade.
0: So, so you started kind of late for the, I mean-
4: Yeah. So I, yeah, I did. I did gymnastics when I was like two until I was maybe, I don't know, maybe like three years. And then I quit and did soccer. And then, um, I just found myself always just being like upside down on the field, doing cartwheels and backflips and being like, I should not be doing soccer. (laughs) And so then I went back to gymnastics.
0: Why'd you quit in eighth grade?
4: Um, I had two. Uh, well, I actually had three elbow surgeries, and um, I was out for a year at that point. And oh, I
0: think I remember this from when we talked before.
4: Yeah, and it was just super hard. Like I was about to go to high school, and I was trying to figure out really what I wanted, and it was like uh, gymnastics was really just my identity, and I hadn't had that for a year, and I just felt super lost and. I've just felt like my body just couldn't do what I wanted it to do with gymnastics. And it was super frustrating, but I was kind of just done with it at that point. Like I loved it so much, but watching from the sidelines from a year uh, for a year was just, it was just, I was just done, you know? And so I ended up stepping away from gymnastics and trying new things, but that was a really hard period too, because it's like gymnastics is similar to CrossFit. You're training four or five Hours a day, and that you just think that's normal. And then I got to high school and tried high school sports, and people like people don't care, people don't want to work out. people don't want to train. Um, and that was just really hard for me because I was like, going from gymnastics, I want to be one of the best. go to college, do college gymnastics. like I love the training side of it, went to high school and did high school sports for like, you would, after school, go to practice for an hour, and I just felt like I was just doing nothing, and it was just boring to me, honestly.
2: Uh,
0: uh, Brian, weren't there people who were really good at handstand push-ups, but in that event, because of the, the, the variation, you were facing the wall, uh, just imploded, it didn't translate?
1: A few, but I think um, a majority of the athletes that are good at strict handstand push-ups were still good at that version of it.
0: Were you concerned at all, Alexis, when you saw that the, what the um, what the standards were?
4: No, I wasn't concerned because I knew if it was hard for me, it was going to be hard for everyone.
0: Gotcha, got gotcha. And 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 wh- how are the no reps out there? Did you get any no reps out there?
4: Yeah, I think I got like three or four in a row, but I just kept going because I was like, I'm not going to let this judge take this from me. <laughs> so I honestly don't know like what I got no rep for. I just kept hearing no rep and I just kept going and I think it was depth. I want to say it was depth. It was just hard. Cause like you couldn't see the line. So it was really just, you were just guessing where your head was at.
1: What else could it have been? Your feet could have been coming too wide apart or something.
4: Maybe, maybe that was, yeah.
1: I know from sp- from talking to Adrian that it was he specifically wanted the athletes to not have to kn- to not be able to see and to have to feel it and his correlate of, or example in his explanation to us was an air squat it's like you don't have to look you know if you've done it enough times if your hips are below parallel or not and I yeah. wanted to have that same experience with the strict deficit handstand push-up to to no target
4: yeah I guess not a lot of people have done <laughs> well I had never done a handstand push-up like that so I didn't know what it felt like to really Get low enough, I guess. We practice in the back, but you can only do so many reps before you go out there. But
0: uh you're a tier athlete also. I am, yeah. So we have Patrick on who is a tier athlete, you and uh Mr. And the uh, original Travis.
1: tier athlete.
4: What was that? Yeah,
0: and the original tier athlete, Travis. Oh
4: right. yeah, Travis.
0: Um, how does that happen? Do you have an agent?
4: Yeah, I work with Cooper.
0: Oh, uh, the Cooper uh Danielle and Josh Bridges guy. How did you get him? How did, did you?
4: Um, I started working with him when I was a teenager, actually. Um, his partner, Jason started working with me first. And then, um, when I turned 18, that was kind of when I could really work with sponsors. And, um,
0: yep. Oh, Cooper has, has dyed hair like that.
4: Um, Where, where's Cooper live? Cooper lives in Arizona.
0: Oh man, that's yeah. definitely not the Arizona look. Cooper, get a place in Portland, buddy. You're Portland
1: bound. Okay, sorry. Have you have
4: you not met Cooper?
1: I have not met Cooper. Uh-huh. We gotta get him on the show. Yeah, should you should have get Cooper him on. on the show. I want to come come on that one though. Yeah, uh, he lo- but- he loves making fun of me. Stefan, you'll love him. <laughs> oh, good.
4: <laughs> but um, what was I saying? He, How, yeah, he, I was,
0: he I was, Jason came up to you when you were a teen.
4: Yeah, and I was working with him, and then um, Jason also works with like baseball athletes. So he's pretty busy. And so that was when the transition from Jason to Cooper kind of happened. And now, I mean, I've been with him for, it feels like forever now. Yeah. And you guys know me since I was like 16.
0: Uh, Sevy ask big a about her dad's tasty meat. <laughs> oh, my oh my God. Uh, <laughs> is your dad quite the chef?
4: Uh, yes, but he's talking about, so my dad, uh, bow hunts Uh and he makes, um, venison meat sticks and summer sausage. And when I was home for Christmas, I helped my dad make all that stuff. And I brought a bunch back to Georgia and I'm going to give some to CTP and he's very excited to try it.
0: Oh, who is that CTP?
4: Oh, that's our media guy at training think tank. Chris. Oh, the
0: guy behind the um computer that you only see his hat. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That I, I just watched two back to back podcasts with him. I, I was really actually blown away at how good that whole thing um runs.
4: Yeah, he is so good at his job. Oh my gosh. He's really yeah. good.
0: And and that guy, uh, Brennan's good too. Good energy, good oh, like yeah. the, just tons of information pouring out.
4: Yeah. He's a great podcaster. Yeah.
0: Well, it's not get carried away. Let's just let's <laughs> get carried away um so so uh so cooper tier you like him being with tier
4: yeah i like being with tier yeah it was like it was tier was my first this year like um big sponsor where i was able to just train full time like huge opportunity basically changed my life because at, like at that point i didn't really have any like i had some sponsors but nothing where i could just train full time um so yeah. Is that their roster?
1: It's this crazy, is the, right? This is the athlete roster for lab, oh, management, lab management following the merger from last week.
4: Oh, uh, yeah.
1: And yeah. Does that affect it. you at all? Does the merger affect you? all? you
0: don't even know. Just like.
4: Yeah, I, I think it'll only help us, honestly. More hands on deck.
1: But if I think if you go down, you can see what she was talking about. Also, that there's some sports uh, outside of CrossFit that these guys work with. Olympians, yeah. golfers, etc. Yep. And and that guy, Jason St. Clair was a, a founder of lab management, I believe. Yeah. <clears throat> Crazy.
4: Yeah.
1: Well, congratulations.
0: That that's actually really nice to hear that. Like your sponsorship makes it so you can focus on your training.
4: Yeah.
0: Um, again, the, uh, this year. Why'd you sign up for that?
4: Why did I sign up for that? Yeah. Um, honestly, I just wanted to try a team competition. I thought it'd be really fun. Um, I've never, I've never done a team competition before. And um, I found out that Fee wanted to do a uh, team. And so I reached out to her and then we were just trying to find another girl. And Christine was wanting to do team as well. And I competed with her at syndicate, I competed with her at the games. Um, she's super sweet. And so we just kind of put a team together. Uh, I would say maybe like three months ago. And, yeah, I just want to go and have fun and enjoy, not really be stressed out. I think I've competed a lot this year, and I'm not really wanting to compete individual right now. I feel like once the Open comes, it's just we're competing all season. So I'm excited to just go there and have fun and just kind of be a little bit less stressed.
0: Does Do you check in with Adam before you do that?
4: Uh Yeah. Yeah, I talked about it with him. He thought – I mean – he thought it was a good idea just to go and compete, just get more experience competing without like this big pressure of individual and having other girls with me and just getting to know more athletes better. And, um, yeah, he was all for it.
1: Have you looked at the individual elite female roster for Wadapalooza? No, there's zero of the top 16 from the CrossFit games there and $75,000 for first place.
4: Oh uh, wait, how much? Can you say that again?
1: Is that tempting?
4: It is tempting.
0: Is it too late for her to enter? <laughs> I don't
4: think
0: so. <laughs> yeah, why is- not go there, Alexis, and clean up, get that 75k and then do the team.
4: I know. That is very tempting. <laughs> I I think everyone probably is in the same boat where they're like, I don't want to compete. So then I feel like no one, I don't well, I don't know who is on the individual side. I haven't really looked. The top,
1: just, the top performer from the games is Danny Spiegel, who's seventeenth. But then you have some oh. women. You do have. So, there are some women coming back that are that weren't at the games last year for various reasons, like Emma yeah. Carey, Emma Tall, Sarah Sigmund's daughter, mm. and Emily Rolf, who was oh, there yeah, but couldn't Sarah. compete. So it's not like it's a like yeah. a, a a runway to first place. But, but a lot
4: of girls are just doing team.
1: There's yeah yeah when I mean I, there's nine of the top sixteen men from the games competing in the individual field and zero women.
0: Oh my gosh. Yeah. No one tells you that. No one said that to you. <laughs> where's Not Cooper? Really. What is Cooper? doing Yeah. Where's Cooper? What the? I, see, I, I'm part joking, but part serious.
4: Yeah. I don't know. Like.
0: Oh wow, I, Andrea Nistler's there. Never mind. Don't do it. She's gonna win. <laughs> don't do it.
4: I don't know all these girls, to be honest.
0: Oh, would you consider that hearing Brian say that? Are you? Did you like? Did you feel like your eye twitch? Like you started getting a little twitch, twitchy? Seventy-five grand.
4: I mean, it's very tempting. I'm also not like, I definitely took an off season, so I'm not in peak shape or anything. Um, I don't know how I would do right now. I I think I would still be able to go and do really well. Um,
0: oh, you fucked her up, Brian. She, <laughs> yeah, she's now like, I'm like, <laughs> she's like, she was like, she's already seeing. Okay, I could get those new tires. Wow, I, so I put my this car. I-
1: I put this out on Instagram the other day and I, I said exactly that. There's none of the top 16 women from the games competing. There's this much money available. It's the fifth highest individual paying position of the game season. First and second at the games, first and second at Rogue, first at Wadapalooza. No one's signing up for it. And I got like 75 responses from people all speculating why. And it was it was actually kind of fascinating to read through them.
4: Mm-hmm. What were people saying? Just people don't want to compete right now. <clears throat>
1: Uh, it, it actually was cool because some of the responses came from coaches, even who coach elite female athletes. And they're there's, you know, mm. so there's everything from, there are a lot of people like, well, Tia's gone and everyone's eyes on the games now, but, yeah. it, but I'm thinking, no, they've already made this decision before they knew that Tia was pregnant. They might've even thought she was coming back next year. Like she said. Yeah, um, and so I think it's more about that there's a lot of women that were even maybe like second place through 15th at the games, this range we're talking about that think, man, if I put one good training season in, I'm not that far off of improving by five to 10 spots at the games. Yeah. And if I do these competitions in the off season, does, you know, what am I, what am I giving up in terms of that potential? And that's yeah. where most people's minds are at.
0: Jonathan Adams, she's going to individual this week now. Love that Brian just messed up the whole competition.
4: <laughs> I'm not, Adam, I don't think would want me to do it to be honest.
0: Hey, go ahead. Sorry. Go ahead.
4: Yeah. I think I need a, like a break. I think I needed a break, like an off season.
0: Imagine where you could go with 75 grand, just straight from there to Aruba. Aruba. Uh, Do you have a boyfriend? No. Oh, well then even better. You could go by yourself. Aruba, (laughs) save on the money, save the money. Aruba.
4: Uh, Travis just texted me and goes, don't mess up. Go take the 75 (laughs) K. And then he just
0: told me I smell. You stink. And, uh, and, but, but I support you in going to take the 75 K. Yeah. No
3: shit. Uh.
0: Hey, I asked this to uh, Patrick and uh, Travis thought I was a uh, the pot. Maybe I was, but um, if you did do individual and do team, <clears throat> is that comparable to do going to the games? You think in terms of just the psychological and uh, physical uh, wear and tear?
4: Mm-hmm. I don't think so. I feel like we're no. so far out.
0: But but but, but two competitions back-to-back, back, four days of just training?
4: I mean, uh, I would competing? like to think that they're not going to bury us. Like, if they're doing that and you have that opportunity, because I know Sarah's doing both. So it's like you can't totally destroy her the first two days or else she's going to show up to the team competition and not be able to do much. So, I mean, hopefully they don't kill us or kill Brian? individuals. I don't know. I don't know. Anything about the
0: programming?
1: It's a tough. It's a. I think it's a tough situation for Wada of They're very much like want to create an opportunity where athletes can do both, but they also know that there's a significant prize purse on the line for the individuals, and that I'm sure they want to have a, you know the fittest person emerge as a the winner. There
0: is. Is Sarah still training at Training Think Tank?
4: Uh, she still does Training Think Tank, but she's in, I think, Iceland right now.
0: Oh, so you don't see her in the gym every day?
4: No. Not now. Um, I think she's planning on coming back possibly for the season, but I don't know. I haven't, I haven't really heard like a set plan for her.
0: Yeah. How close are you to the gym?
4: I'm like one minute away.
0: Wow. Yeah. So, so, so you, that's home for you. Yes. And you go there like every day, every day. And and is, is that home for Adam too? He He's, he's based out of there.
4: Yeah. Yep. He's
0: wow, there all got, day. You got a great thing. Where were you born? Where? Or where where's home? Where did you come from?
4: Um, Michigan.
0: Okay. Oh, yeah. did you know, who did we have on the show who just, who was? Uh, uh, Paige Powers. Paige Powers. Are you f- well, friends with yeah. Paige?
4: No, I'm not friends with her, but I know that she grew up in Michigan. I don't know where though. I want to say near me. Did you guys
0: are, you guys, did you ever run into Nassar, the, the, the gymnastics doctor?
4: Uh, yes, he was my doctor. No shit. Yeah.
0: What a fucking small fucking world.
4: Yeah. Was he her doctor?
0: He, he was her doctor.
4: Mm. Yeah. It's crazy.
0: Yeah. What a fucking crazy small world. Yeah. Uh, she said that, um, she didn't have that experience with him, but okay. Uh, but she said, uh, good riddance.
4: Yeah. Oh, my God. I didn't have that experience with him either. But um, it's just – it's still just, like, very creepy to think about.
0: God damn, this world just keeps getting smaller and smaller. That blew your mind, on Yeah, I just – I can't even believe it. Yeah, I, I th- he did. I, I,
4: it- he diagnosed my elbows. That's who I went to for my elbows because he was uh, the doctor at Michigan State, and I lived – Like, my brother went to Michigan State. I live 45 minutes from his office. He was the doctor.
0: Yeah. Um, Did you get any creepy vibe from him? Or too young to even know?
4: I was too young to even know. Yeah. Um, The creepy part, though, was like... So, a lot of girls who had that happen... I mean, a lot of gymnasts just have back issues. And so, I remember... um, I don't know if this was... I think it was around maybe freshman year of high school, I started having back issues and my mom, um, had reached out to him and was like, Hey, can you see my, can you see Alexis? Like her back starting to bother her because he was the back guy. Like he fixed all all these girls backs and, um, he had been traveling with team USA, so he couldn't see me. So I had to go to another doctor, but I'm like, I feel like we totally dodged a bullet because it was during that whole phase when that was happening. Well, it had been happening for years,
0: obviously, but
4: yeah, super creepy to think about.
0: And, and um, uh, a page insinuated that he was crazy talented as a doctor, that it's just like,
4: yeah, I mean, he knew gymnastics so well, like any other doctor I went to would have just been like, oh yeah, you got to quit gymnastics. But he knew everything I needed to do, like laid out a set, like detailed plan for like just the start of my surgery until you know the day that I was gonna go back to practice and like he was full in full support of me going back, like he was a really good doctor um so yeah, it's just crazy
0: uh Ken Walters uh you dodged more than uh that, yeah, crazy yeah. uh for those of you guys who don't know that he he ended up killing himself, right
4: oh, that I didn't I, even know that
0: I think that's what Paige said yesterday, I didn't know that either. can you look that he didn't kill himself I mean. Oh, it was it was, it was, it,
3: was a, it was a guy who was associated with Larry Nasser. I think Nasser's in prison right
0: now. What's the sentence? How long did he get? Like forever? Oh my god! Know, yeah, bit.
4: like seventy He's... or I don't
0: even know. Anyone who wants to know the story, look it up. But he was basically Olympic uh, female Olympic uh, doctor, and the stories are fucking horrific. I did like the court. I did like the court video where the dad fucking tried to punch him in the courtroom. February 2018, yeah. he was sentenced to between 40 and 175 years in prison for various sexual abuse charges to be served after a 60-year 60, 60 uh, sentence for child pornography. God damn it. Yeah. What a world. Uh, okay. On, on to bigger and better things. So and, – and, and what about uh, what about the um, uh, – page is kind of uh, on a similar uh, trajectory as you also. Uh, new, popped on the scene, same
1: age uh, mm-hmm. gymnastics background
0: Is Paige Good at handstand pushups too, Brian.
1: No. Uh, yeah. She, she's good at them. Not, uh, not as good as Alexis. Right. But I don't think many are.
0: Um, did you ever train when you were in Michigan? Did you ever train with a uh, Hunsucker,
1: uh, Rich's coach out there? Mm-mm. No.
0: No. Are, are you familiar with him? That, that team that's out there, he does the programming for the, uh, May, the Mayhem affiliate program. Darren Hunsaker?
4: Uh I know who he is, but I've never met him. Or you know who
0: Rich Froning is? I know you youngins. I know that you were probably uh, seven, <laughs> seven when Rich retired.
4: I don't know who is that guy.
0: Yeah, Can right. You tell
4: me who he is. <laughs> yeah, um, no, I've never been to his gym. I didn't even know that he had a gym. To be honest, in Michigan.
0: Uh, I don't actually know if he has a gym either. Oh. <laughs> but I, but I, but I do know that she, does he have a gym out there? Does Darren have an g- actual facility, Brian? Do you know? Not. I'm not sure. Mm um when uh so you'll go to you'll go to wadapalooza um mm-hmm. you'll hang out with fee and christine colenbrander yep and then and then what happens after that does, does all focus start p- pointing at the open quarterfinals semifinals games
4: yep i feel like after that um i don't really want to travel i just want to stay here and um just get into like a really good routine with training because the holidays and uh like competing it's just traveling is so awesome and i love it but i love my routine so much and i'm really excited to just get back into it after i get back
0: how about at the rogue invitational um diving across the finish line with the bag how that how that became kind of the thing like you saw (laughs) it happen like one girl tripped and then all of a sudden everyone's like no that's the move
4: i was so embarrassed i was like are you kidding me right now were you the first person
0: to trip was that you yeah, you first you set that, but that became the standard. Then
1: <laughs> yeah. it's the fastest way across the finish. I,
4: line. but I didn't do that on purpose. Like I wanted to beat whoever was next to me so bad, my legs were just not having it. Like I was trying to move way faster than my body wanted to. And God, this like, is good. God, I'm so close. <sighs> and hey, then, does that knock
0: the wind out of you?
4: I actually didn't get the wind knocked out of me. I think I was just.
0: You put your hands down pretty good. Yeah.
4: (laughs) But like that almost cost me a shit ton of points. Like it was, I was like this close. Cause that whole thing, I don't know if you were watching, but I was, yeah. Like that whole thing happened. And then I had to go to the head judge. I didn't even know about it. To be honest, Adam was watching, like he did all the math and he was like, he was like, you should be in the next heat. Like, Someone took your spot. Well anyways, I didn't move on to the next uh bracket and I was supposed to. And they had already gone through that whole bracket. And so he was like, Well, I'm looking back. Yes, you were. We made the mistake. So now you, you can either go by yourself or just keep your spot. And I was like, I'm going by myself. Are you kidding me? This is so That's cool. Right. Yeah. It was, was so that? cool. Uh,
0: by the way, you look like a superwoman there. You look like a superhero there.
4: <laughs> Thank you. It yeah. was so cool. I was, I was like, I'm literally the only one that all these people are watching right now. Like, that's so cool. I'll probably never have that opportunity again. And then I ended up taking, I think, top five in that workout, which was huge because I really needed that.
0: Yeah. To, to do an event by yourself or in your own lane, you either need to have COVID or uh, <laughs> a, score, a scoring error. You and Danielle Brandon yeah. are like in a, uh, <laughs> a rare league. Of your own. Did anyone volunteer to do it with you? No, oh.
4: <laughs> but everyone came up and cheered me on. It was cool.
0: That is cool. Yeah. Uh, th- going back uh, to the uh, CrossFit Games, you uh, the bike. Have you been training a lot on the bike? I know you had that incident where you uh, crashed into Miss Horvat. Um, <laughs> that I that I heard on the Animus Corpus podcast. Oh uh, yeah. Have you Have you been training a lot on the bike?
4: Uh, yeah. We did a lot of biking in the summer. I would like to do more. I actually bought my bike so I could do more this year. I, I don't know. I mean, I went into that event knowing I was good at toe and chest and I wanted to get ahead there, but I really surprised myself on the bike. I just didn't know where I was at. Cause I was training with Travis all summer and he's super, super good on a bike. And so I was always comparing myself to him and um, I didn't really have like any reference to where I was at compared to girls. So I, I surprised myself. I think my advantage was I'm not scared of a bike. Like I really, I have no fear on a bike clearly. Cause I just didn't break and totally crashed into Laura, but
0: that was on the final lap as you're supposed to, that was, t- yeah. can you tell us that story?
4: Yeah. Um, so as the final lap. I was pretty much, uh, what's it called? I always forget the name when you're like right behind someone drafting. drafting. I was pretty much drafting her the whole last lap. And I was planning on at the end, kicking and passing her. And so we got to the end. What's it called
0: kicking? That's when you come out from behind the draft. Okay.
4: And, um, there was a point where you had to get off your bike. There was like a yellow line and I was still flying behind her, like going so fast and she starts breaking, but I'm just in this mindset. Like I got to get ahead of her. So I didn't break yet. And so she breaks. I cram on my brakes after I see she breaks. I hit her. We both fall off. I'm like, are you kidding me? Like, this is the first event. You had one job, like to stay on your bike. And we crash. I'm running it all like messed up behind her. I'm thinking like she probably has me. But then we end up having a, a sprint to the finish. And I ended up beating her, which is super
0: cool. <laughs> so when you crash into her, like, do your bodies touch? Like, do you start to come to the side of her and your bodies um, touch? Or your wheel hit her back wheel? Do you recall anything about it?
4: My wheel hit her back wheel. And then I fell off. Well, we both fell off, but our bodies didn't touch. It was just, I got, all, like, I got a little banged up. Um,
0: so you guys kind of crashed out on your own. You weren't like a pile.
4: Yeah. Like you knocked her off.
0: Was she pissed? That-
4: oh, I'm sure she was pissed. Yeah. Like I said, sorry, but
0: like as you're going down, you say, sorry, like, sorry,
4: probably (laughs) that is something I would do. I tried to just shut it out of my brain. I'm like, oh, my God. I don't even think they showed it on the live stream, though. No one knew what was happening. But yeah, that was a really cool way to start the weekend, though. Taking a top five and just like
2: just like Laura Horvath.
4: <laughs> yeah. But a sprint finish and actually like winning a sprint finish is so cool. It's so cool.
0: Hey, so it's, so you crash into her. Both of you guys go down. Did you hear her make any sounds when she hits? Like oof,
1: or,
4: <laughs> I don't remember. I don't remember uh, the sound.
1: Fucking rookie. You're
4: probably like, gosh, this <laughs> bitch. Like, what's happening? So probably, I was worried she thought I was intentionally doing that. I'm like. Okay, I wouldn't intentionally do that because I, I honestly like came out of it. I still have a scar on my leg. I was banged up. I would never like, I would never do that.
0: So, so you crash into her and you both go down, and then can you you just jump up and do you leave your bikes in the since you cross the cross the yellow line? Do you just leave the bikes in in the no. heat that they're in?
4: You had to wheel them in, and I was so you know how like you have a good side. You're like wheeling the bike in. I fell off on my bad side, so I'm like trying to running with this bike on this side and it was all wobbly and wonky and I just threw it once I got onto the field and just went
0: and then and then from there you sprint across the finish line or you had to do a t- uh, chest to bar something
4: no we just sprinted
0: sprinted and, yeah. and 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 you could see her sprinting and you were sprinting, oh, yeah. and you're like yeah. are you faster than her or you got a head start
4: no she got a head start
0: and you passed her yeah oh she hates you
4: <laughs> yeah
0: probably I don't um know. <laughs> oh nice. Wow. Oh.
4: Yeah. Oh. Yeah.
0: Wow. Dang. Yep. God, look at you and you're all smiling and shit. It's kind of fun <laughs> having those stories, right? Those battles. It wounds. is
4: fun. I mean, I had a blast. The the games was like so much fun. Oh my gosh. I was just on a high the whole time.
0: It's better than Spencer and Lazar story, that's for sure.
4: <laughs> what was their story?
0: That they did they only did four laps.
4: Oh, yeah. Oh, my God.
0: What a mess. Olsen dudes, cheers to all three awesome athletes continuing their journey. Cool to see the knowledge from gents like Travis Trevor passed down to the next uh, Travis Trevor uh, passed down to the next uh, generation. Paper Street Coffee. Can't wait to meet Alexis at Wadapalooza. Please come by the booth and get a free coffee and a CEO shirt. Oh, one for Alexis. And Cat Shear, dollar $1.69. Hi, Alexis. You really are a Superwoman. She didn't write that, but that's really—I'm. I'm, she paid for <laughs> something, so I'm gonna say add something to it. But your internet's not super, Alexis. Uh oh! Wow, look at this compliment. If if Rich was a teenage girl, she gives phony vibes. I know there's she's too confident for 23, right? This casual confidence. And she's on the move. I mean, she's going, I bet you she's going to charge her phone. What do you think? Yeah, maybe. I think she saw her battery was low. Uh, Brian, uh, I, I know, I know. I think I know what you're going to say. But do we? Does she stay in the top ten now? For or do we watch? Is does Alexis become top ten athlete for the next ten years? Assuming she
1: stays healthy. Not ten years, but a couple years. Yeah. Just a couple. Yeah. uh, I mean, things can change, you know, things can change quickly, but I think, you know, I would say feel comfortable saying she's going to be competing for a top 10 spot for the next five years.
0: Okay. And uh, do do we ever see her on the podium? Not impossible. Definitely has a chance. Not impossible. Here she is. She's back. Kind of. No, we can't. hear. Oh, there you go. Her Her laptop laptop. died. Oh, I read lips. I didn't know I do that. Her laptop died. Someone said she has the perfect uh, gymnastics bun, and she's gone. Oh look it, she's multitasking. <laughs> don't even stress. this shows don't even stress <laughs>
4: <back>. <laughs> My laptop we, died. I'm the worst guest.
0: No, you're definitely not the worst guest. Oh, we had a God. comedian on here once who you can't even believe how bad he was. Oh, His mom called him in the middle of the show and he took the call. Like, like, really took it. Like, really took it. Like, did was just muted himself and just like, I'm like, dude, we're live. Oh my gosh. Um, Brian, Brian, uh, it, uh, Brian doesn't isn't isn't on the. uh, He he's he's more uh, cerebral than I am. He's not. I'm more emotional. He's he's. I said, hey, do we have a top ten competitor here for the next ten years? He said, maybe five. He's willing to commit to five. Seeing you in the top ten for the next five years. Um when you look into your um uh melon uh, do you see yourself mm-hmm. on the podium? Yeah. Yeah. Mhm. And and and, and, and does, does that picture become more clear after this games this year?
4: Yes. Mhm.
0: Like you could actually see the socks you were wearing and like maybe like the twinkle in your eye like the picture's becoming more high definition.
4: Yeah. Yep. Yeah, I mean after the games were over that was what I told Adam. I was like, "The goal is the podium." Uh,
0: this, this, uh, this way that you speak about the uh, Echo Press is not something that we hear from every athlete we have on the show. I think it's a very small amount. We hear athletes talk about what mindset they want. We talk about maybe uh, postulating mindsets, but very rarely do we, and we hear people saying, oh, you know, you don't need to have the killer mindset to win. You just have to do the best you can. But there's a couple people that you do hear this killer mindset from, and um, they all seem to make it onto the podium. and, uh, And you kind of described how you said that. Like you're mm. not here to win this event. You're here to destroy this workout. Yeah. And, and 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 then you talked about the flow state. And it is uh there are some pretty big signs that uh you are going to be a problem for the field.
4: That's the goal. Yeah. yeah.
0: Okay. Well, I loved having you on. Um yeah, thank you. Thank you for for coming on. You're always welcome. You are, you are you're your bright, shiny light. Uh you remind me that we had Paige on Powers on the other day. She was a bright, shiny light. It's so cool to see you guys coming up and uh, pushing through the ranks. Thanks for being so uh, real, transparent, and just a cool cat in general. Yeah,
4: thank you guys. Thanks for having me.
0: Yeah, anytime, girl. See you next week. All right. Week. Yep. Oh, Brian, we'll see you next week. I'll be you won't see me, but I'll be watching you from afar. Know that. If you ever panic, just look at a camera and be like, Sevon, what? And, and I'll <laughs> I'll text you.
1: Okay, bye. Ciao. (laughs) (laughs) It's pretty good until about uh, four minutes ago. The show went downhill. Uh, You were awesome, Alexis. We were in the flow, and then she lost her connection, I think.
0: Uh, What an awesome show. Savon and Brian killing it with all these great guests. Well, thank you. You ad-libbed there. I always ad lib. Uh, Sevon on the show is doing uh, this show along with Paige Powers. Show are a couple of your best. These ladies are so genuine and folks in the journey. Yeah. Uh, so I pre- it's I prepared for Alexis and Travis. I did not prepare for Belner because I thought because I was running out of time last night and I thought Brian would carry
1: that part of the show. It turned out Travis carried that part of the show.
0: Yeah, that was fucking awesome.
1: There's not a ton of uh athletes that would have such an easy conversation as those two guys did but that was nice
0: yeah and i knew i i was i was kind of had a sense of relief because i watched the other podcast that uh alexis did with uh training think tank and she was she can carry a show too um did you see my idea of doing red shirt series getting the training staff on i did i did i don't know if everyone is i don't know i do so much crossfit stuff already how much more? How much? How much more uh, can I do? I need a I need a uh, a co-host that has a blue check mark and seven hundred fifty thousand followers on Instagram, so that I can drop into other people's DMs and uh, get people outside of the oh prediction show. Here we go. Okay, enough enough about me. Uh, Brian, when are the prediction shows?
1: Tomorrow morning, and the morning after that that's tomorrow today's yeah. Sunday I should I'm I should be putting a post out tonight with my predictions that you can then ravage and pillage on the show
0: uh, so go to Brian friends Instagram to prepare yourself by the way write write questions and comments in there and then I'll steal those that'll make my job so much easier well, what is you is, is it just Brian friend CrossFit hmm Brian friend CrossFit and uh, go there he's gonna make predictions uh, Hopefully sooner than later. And then you guys make a bunch of comments and then I'll read them from there so that I can be lazy. So it sounds like Monday the 9th, which is tomorrow, and Tuesday the 10th, uh, we'll be doing the prediction shows. Uh, tomorrow morning, we have Jorge Fernandez on in the morning. Um, and then at 9 a.m., we have the uh, Wadapalooza prediction show. And hey, even if you don't, John Young's going to be on here too. So for no other reason, watch uh, Fire and Water Mix. And then at five p.m. on Monday we have a draft show, so that's tomorrow also. So tomorrow's a busy day, three shows. Uh-huh. Uh, and that's with uh, we're we're all playing that game that um, uh, Tyler Watkins has created, the uh, uh, lawn chair leaderboarding. Lawn chair leaderboarding, the fan, Tyler Watkins Fantasy Fitness League. And then on uh, on January tenth, we just have the Wadapalooza show at seven a.m. Uh, with. Uh, so are we doing individual first or teams or we don't know?
1: <clears throat> I think we'll do them in the order they compete. So we'll do individuals tomorrow. Okay. And then we'll do teams on Tuesday. Okay. Um, that way they've announced more individual workouts already than team workouts. So I, I'm hopeful that they'll announce one or two more before, maybe one more before tomorrow and another one before Tuesday. I mean, they still have several to announce and not a lot of days. So maybe they'll do a double, double dip, announce one of each. Um, which would be nice give us some more stuff to fill in the picture
0: on a, on a one to 10. If there is a 10, let's just assume there is a 10, 10 is the best CrossFit competition that you were looking the most you've ever looked forward to a CrossFit competition. And one is the least how, what, what is uh the Wadapalooza uh, men's team event?
1: Ten's the maximum you said? Yeah. Yeah. It's like a nine yeah i would say that the the, the men's elite competition is also like an eight uh the women's teams of three is probably like seven or eight and the women elite individuals probably like seven six or seven
0: why doesn't the lax why alaxis why doesn't i by the way i think the men's team is a fucking 11 i cannot believe that i give two shits about teams I really, I'm, I'm really, I'm going to enjoy this. I'm going to get, I, I stopped drinking sparkling water, but I'm going to get a fucking 12 pack of sparkling water. And I am going to maybe grind up some jalapenos and I'm going to enjoy that shit. I love those, some of those
1: guys that are out there. What, what, are, why did you stop drinking sparkling water? And what do the jalapenos have to do with anything? I just like spicy
0: stuff. And I just, I just, you know, I'm, I'm like, are you making some kind of a sparkling water jalapeno
1: beverage for yourself?
0: Yeah, I, and maybe it put a little bit of uh, apple cider vinegar in there, too. But I, I heard that uh, sparkling water is, water is bad for your bones or something. And, yeah, you, and you know what? If you didn't like, I I don't care if it's true. everything
1: that someone said was bad for you, you'd consume nothing.
0: Yeah, I, but I don't even care if it's
1: true. It's just like enough with the sparkling water. Like, come on,
0: dude. Like, grow up. <laughs> grow up, someone. Just drink regular water. It's one of the ancestral tenants. I don't know if that's true. <laughs> hey, um, uh, why isn't Alexis, um, why can't she, j- why, why doesn't she just go, okay, Brian's right. I'm going to get the 75 grand and I'm going to give 3% to Brian for fucking unfucking.
1: <laughs> why? Like I said, you know, they, I, I, the fact, I would say I'm not surprised that she's not doing the competition from a like overall perspective. The fact that she didn't know that that was going on. Is a little strange to me. I mean, if I am her coach, if I am her agent, if I am someone that's invested in, in her, and I'm looking at, at the the field, you know, and I know the rules for Watapelusa, which is that if you made the games, you have an invite, and I know that historically you can accept those invites pretty late in the game. Um, it's something that I would have that I would talk about, say like you know that that could be a, you know if we're able to pull that off, that money could really help us next year alleviate a different amount of stress. We've talked about before on here that. You know, com- competing is stressful, training is stressful. And if you're able to alleviate some of those stresses, then it opens up more opportunity for you to engage in stress in the training environment. And we, you know, I, for years I said, well, how is anyone supposed to catch Matt Fraser? He literally has nothing to worry about except for preparing to be a lethal weapon at the CrossFit Games. Even car, mattress, food, clothing, coffee, it doesn't matter. It's accounted for, it's taken care of. He has the best supports person in Sammy that he could have cooking for every meal that he needs, the quantity that he needs to hit everything that he, like all he has to do is sleep enough, work on his, his uh, recovery and go in the gym, gym and, and, and execute at high intensity. Everything else was taken care of everyone else. That's chasing him. Belner had a job, you know, family. Fikowski had a job for a long time. Ben Smith, family, owns a gym, all these other things. Fraser had none of those things to worry about. Tia had none of those things to worry about. When Rich started to have those things to worry about, he stepped aside because they were going to take away from the ability to focus completely on that. If you earn $75,000 at Wadapalooza, you don't have to worry about finances for this year. That's a stress out of the way. So it's something that I would have at least expected them to talk about.
0: Uh, what what about someone like Danielle Brandon? She's not even competing this
1: weekend. Danielle Brandon's a little different situation. I mean, we even saw at Rogue that she couldn't back squat that weight, and we know that she's had this back problem that's prevented her from back squatting heavy for a long time. Uh, if she's feeling good enough now, which I think that she is, to start getting back under a heavy barbell more consistently. I mean, she was already fourth at the games last year without really being able to squat heavy all year. She, like and especially like she is in the in the conversation to possibly win the games this year, Um, and we know she's coming back from that and needs to build up that volume again. So I think that it makes a little bit more sense in the case of Daniel,
0: right? I mean, and maybe she did. It, maybe she, who knows what her sponsorship shit looks like? But fuck, I mean, fourth place at the games, and you're saying that there's no one in the top, the, the highest place person in the games is the 17th place this year at Watapelusa in the in the women's individual. Who is that?
1: Danny Emily Rolfe? Oh, no, Emily getting... Rolfe had to withdraw from the games.
0: Oh, one event. okay. Let's say Emily wouldn't have withdrawn. Would she have been top 20?
1: Uh, I think fair to say 15 to 20 is a is a good range. So she's okay. in that category. Emma Carey, Emma Toss, Sarah Sigmund's daughter, if you just threw them into the games, field healthy, could also be in that range. So there's some competition for sure. Um, but of the top 16 who were there, none are showing up or as of now.
0: God, 75 grand is a lot of money. How about, I know I'm getting ahead of myself, how about Sydney Wells? Is, is, is this going to be an important look at her? Um, up I would and say coming? yes, especially
1: yeah. uh, coming into the, you know, a little bit new structure and unknown season uh, in terms of semifinals. Um, the, you know, she's, as far as I know, though, she's competing in the East on semifinals. And if you w- haven't watched the breakdown that Mike Halpin did with Lauren Khalil and Brett Fikowski on the morning chalk up, I mean, he lays it out really, really clear there's basically two or three top level games, females in North America and the West coast and uh, like 13 to 15, I would say in the East coast. So it's a really hard sledding for Sydney and the East coast. But if she happened to move out West, it might be a lot easier for her just taking that out of the equation. She needs to, does she still have time to do that? Uh, I think so. I think it's wherever you're living when you register for the open. So I don't know if she's registered for the open or not. Um, But I think that, Outside of any of those things that are out of her control, you know, she just needs to get more confident and experience under a heavy barbell and with the, the really high skill gymnastics stuff, especially the upper body pullings. And then she'll, you know, she has capacity already. I've actually picked her to do quite well as a dark horse on a couple of the events for Wadapalooza.
0: Uh, uh, Adam, uh, Blakesley, uh, Alexis needs to beat Danny Spiegel and get the revenge for stealing her game spot in two thousand twenty-one. Is that that was at the semifinals? She took sixth, and Danny took fifth, or something?
1: West Coast Classic, and I, th- I don't think it was fifth and sixth. Um, but but Danny, you know, that was the we, we've talked about that <clears throat> with Danny Spiegel before at that competition where she actually had like five five amazing finishes. And then one terrible finish on the ruck run where she's basically said that her feet were killing her. And, you know, Danny was fourth, Alexis was fifth, Reagan Huckabee was, was in between them. So I don't, I think that when you looked at that field, you were kind of expecting Shadburn, Pierce, Brandon, and Spiegel most likely in some order. And then the last spot was kind of the for grabs. Uh, Alexis Raptis had somewhat of a similar experience to down pepper that year, where it's just um, kind of one workout that she didn't really execute on the way she needed to, that kept her out. Otherwise she was pretty good. Um, third, fourth, first 10th, 13th, 14th, not, not that bad, but I think on that 14th place in the last workout, uh, it was really tight margins. And I, I believe she made some mistakes that cost her just the points that she probably needed to get in. She only lost to Reagan by, um, 11 points and she lost her by 10 spots on that workout alone.
0: So, so not all Danny Spiegel. No, but I, but I like the narrative. I appreciate it. uh Mark M- Monocton. Brian should be an agent. Uh, RB, I agree. Mark, Brian knows the athletes better than they know themselves. Mm-hmm. And then for the climax, you can put your hands behind your head and just lean back for this one, Brian. Uh, RB, Brian is the best in the CF business. Mine's like a steel trap, and his tone and delivery are perfect. He's going places if CF survives. No, no, he, this is just a test run for uh, – he's going to become the premier uh, Frisbee golf uh, commentator in the world. Just, uh, this CrossFit thing is just a hobby for him, just, just polishing Season's his skills. Season's getting
1: ready to start disc golf.
0: Uh, Jay Hartle, Brian is real media, um, and Kenneth Delap Spiegel can't run. Aye, aye, aye. Uh, he She's is an agent running a little bit. Whoa, oh, this say is my it favorite again? comment.
1: Spiegel's improving or running a little bit. I think Uh he's what What data point do you have for that? I think at the games this year, she actually surprised me on a couple on a little bit of the running stuff. Right. I, and I and oh, no, it was, me. no, no, it was at uh, rogue. It was at semifinals. It was at the granite games. It was the, uh, what's was it called? The Minnesota mashup. It's so hard because they didn't, they all. Hey, Granite board. Games yeah. is gone, right? it was fifth place on the Minnesota mashup, which is a 20 plus minute time domain that had some running in it. That was what really surprised me. And all you right. said, dang, Spanny, you
0: got Spanny. Damn, Danny, you got wheels. Uh, b- Brian, uh, uh, Granite Games, toast?
1: <clears throat> we will see. I mean, the, in, you know, the, the last three years have been really strange in terms of competitions because you had the sanctional circuit emerge. Then they added a bunch of more sanctionals to it, and this gave all of those competitions a footing in the space. Then they took that that season away, created a new season. There was some competition for who could get these semifinals. We had four in North America. They've reduced that down to two. So I can't remember the exact number, but let's say there were 10 sanctionals in semifinals. That's stripped down to four semifinals the next year. Now it's stripped down to two, two years later. So what happens to all those competitions A lot of them were successful in operating on their own before they were part of the CrossFit game season. Once you become part of the CrossFit game season, that changes a little bit. And when you're forced out of that, then um, there's a big question mark there. So some of those competitions have not survived. Granite games and Atlas games are two that are, you know, and West Coast classic uh, that we'll, we'll have to see. This is going to be a weird
0: question. Bear with me here as I try to get this out of my mouth. Um, This year, the tier before going to the games, how many events are there? What what do we call them? Semifinals? Are there eight around the world?
1: I think there are seven.
0: Okay. What's the most there's ever been in that category
1: of the tier of the event that if you won, you could go to the games? Were there ever like 17 of those? There were 17 at one point, but in the sanctional season, 2019, 2020, that didn't finish, there were going to be 28
0: okay okay so here's where i'm going with this so um uh and, and i and i like the way you spelled that out you something ha- If if you're a standalone event you're you're uh, the crash crucible mm-hmm. your standalone event you learn how to live on your own right right you either succeed or die on your own then somehow you get mixed up with the um the excitement and the caliber of a games event and maybe you get an influx of patrons money sponsorship and so that's good and then to take the step back again May have rocked some of these people. So let me let me go over some events here that if they're gonna. Uh, this great Granite Games, we don't know what's gonna happen. Know. How
1: about Atlas Games? But remember, Granite Games has been around for like a decade plus, and it okay. used to be take place in September. They moved the the timing of it to to be part of the CrossFit game season. Will they go right. back to September? Will it disappear altogether? I mean, they already transferred the ownership a couple years ago from the people who used to run it up there to Loud and Live. So. Big unknown Granite Games. Uh, uh, Atlas Games. Atlas Games, from what I know, was a very successful and well-run event by um, Alexi LeBlanc-Bezinet, Camille's brother, in Montreal for years prior to becoming a semifinal. Or a sanctional, rather. They were first a sanctional. He took a bigger loss than anyone in 2020 when the san- his sanctional was canceled literally the day that it was, ha- they were halfway through the build. I was there on site. And Trudeau, Trudeau, his wife got COVID and they shut down the whole thing. And he lost more money than anyone that year. They were able to come back in some capacity as a, as a um, semifinal. But they got, you know, the short end of the stick a little bit last year in terms of the women's field with, they they, they said they were going to have Mallory O'Brien there. She ended up not competing there for whatever reason. And now they're not, they're not part of it this year. So I don't know, but it's been, I feel really bad for them that, that the last three years have been very difficult. And they were, from what I understand, doing very well prior to that. Oh,
0: West Coast classic.
1: <clears throat> Barely ever got off the ground. They were the the next one up, I think, after Wadapalooza or after Atlas games in 2020, either one or two more to go and they would have been there. And that field was going to be crazy. I was working for Loud and Live on the back end there. I, th- I don't know if all the roster was known or not, but I mean, it was a huge, huge event, especially the men's field, was going to be really good. Justin Medeiros was going to compete there against some of the better guys in the sport. And this is before he was the two-time champ, or even the one-time champ. Um, it was before he'd even taken uh, third place at the games in in Aromas or that that year. So, and that didn't happen. They did come back as a semifinal. They didn't come back the year last year, and then that was because you know Loud and Live had a kind of a, a big shift with Matt O'Keefe leaving. So they want to do one event instead of two. Now there is a semifinal in California, but it's not being billed as a West coast classic. And I don't know if we'll ever see the West coast classic. again.
0: What What is that event?
1: North American semifinal West.
0: Oh, gotcha. Okay. And, and, and both of these events in, in the, uh, that these semifinal events are run by, uh, CrossFit, these North American events.
1: Yeah. So, CrossFit is taking basically complete ownership of both of the North American and European semifinals this year. So they're not, you know, they didn't, in some of the other cases, like the Copa Sur still might exist. In fact, it it does exist. Um, The Asia, whatever still exists, the Torian Pro, I think is still what they're calling it out there. So those will will live on. Even if it's not called that competition, the organizers from those countries or parts of the world are running it. But in, in the US and Europe, CrossFit's, hiring oh. people to run the events.
0: Oh, what about those events? Will those other events, um, live on the C- Copa Sur and,
1: uh, I don't have as much like familiarity with Copa Sur's history prior to becoming a semifinal. I'm not, so I'm not too sure, um, what the, what the competitive landscape is down there for them outside of the CrossFit game season. God, do, do you have
0: any advice on someone if they want to start an event just to stay out of the whole, the whole, the whole mix with CrossFit and just be standalone?
1: Uh, I don't know because I don't know exactly what you get for being a, a CrossFit sanctioned or licensed event. So I I don't, at this point, I don't think that there's much, I don't think there's much appealing about being a part of the CrossFit games season because it's so unpredictable. Volatile changes all the time. and you're, All the you get, time, every year, it changes every yeah, year, right? The, so until there's some consistency there, I wouldn't really want to be affiliated with the CrossFit Games season as an event organizer. But, the licensing to pay to have the CrossFit name and licensed as your event could still be valuable.
0: Right, right. So, so if 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 anything, get the name, but stay out of the mix of of, of letting them uh, change what month you're going to compete in, who you're going to accept, all that shit. Get your own brand going. Yeah. And and and, and is not affiliated with the CrossFit Games at all, right? None of these. This doesn't. This is not. This hmm. is just a complete standalone, loud and live.
1: I don't actually know if there is, if they're a licensed event with CrossFit or not, but CrossFit's not, you know, if that's the case, they're just paying a fee, a small fee to have the name, be able to use the name CrossFit. Um, and then there, there may be some things on the back end that like, you have to have a CrossFit affiliate booth if you're a CrossFit licensed event or something like that. I'm not, I'm not entirely sure. Right. But it's an, it's, it's supposed to be some kind of partnership, um, where there's an agreement on both ends.
0: Ever-changing landscape. Very fun. Keeps, keeps us lots of good stuff to talk about. Um, okay. I think we're done here. I think...
1: Uh, I'm impressed neither of us had to pee for three hours.
0: Yeah, and I don't have to pee. That is crazy. That's how long we've been on. Oh, yeah, we're approaching three hours. Uh, Mark Calderon. Have a great weekend. A great week, Savonistas. Yeah, it's Sunday. Fee sucks. No, Fee Sagafi's cool. What are you talking about?
1: I like her. You like her? That's not what he's saying. Oh. I can't tell if you're serious or not. I can't tell if I'm serious either. Fee Sagafi, I love Fee. Actually, that team, it's a, It's. It's always kind of weird to say something like this, but Fee, Alexis, and Christine Kolenbrander, I mean, those are some really really nice people and when you get to know them as people it's 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 actually kind of comical to then see them go compete and be these like ferocious warriors on the competition floor because it's just hanging out with them is totally different than that
0: they're shiny when i think of those girls i think of shiny like they're sparkly girls oh that's a good that would be a good look for um alexis have you ever known any girls who wear makeup and the makeup they wear, um, they just put a uh, lip gloss on and then they put like sprinkles on their
1: face a little bit. Have You ever seen that glitter, just a little bit of glitter. You ever seen that look? Did I ever tell you my rule about glitter when I was teaching in high school? No. If you use glitter on your project, minus 5%. Wow. No glitter.
0: There, uh, um, there, there was a lady I worked with who would always put a little glitter on her, on her face, just the tiniest little bit. And it was so cool. And I'm not a big makeup fan, but it was it was cool. I wonder if she still does that. OK, uh, Seven had the chance to pee when Travis and Vellner uh, took over the show. That's true. Uh, glitter uh, is the herpes of craft supplies. My God. OK, too strong. Um, Brian, keep the same rule for girls, uh, using glitter 5%. No, no, come on guys. It's cool. Glitter is the devil. Okay. I'm done with you guys. I I tried to, I'm just getting just smashed in the comments now. Uh, we will see you tomorrow morning. Uh, Jorge, are you going to be on with Jorge
1: Fernandez? I don't, I didn't get an invite for that. Oh shit. I would love for you to be
0: on there. Here's the invite right now.
1: Um, probably. Okay. It, it depends with time. I do have one meeting with Bar Bend tomorrow morning that I can't miss.
0: Okay. Uh, any talk over there of you starting a podcast and um, leaving my show? Nope. Okay. I like
1: that. That's good.
0: Uh Hiller Fit review this week. Yeah, I need to do that. I don't know. Maybe maybe tomorrow
1: night's the night for that. Tomorrow night during the fantasy draft or afterwards?
0: Oh shit! No, not tomorrow night. It needs to happen though. Tonight. No, I oh, I have to prepare so much for it. Oh yeah, maybe tonight.
1: Thank yeah, you, you have Brian. nothing else to do tonight. You only have three shows to prepare for to, to for tomorrow. But you don't have to prepare too much for tomorrow.
0: I'll
1: okay. I'll, I'll, I'll cover you. I got to watch all of
0: morning chalk up shit. That's how I prepare for the uh...
1: for the prediction show. Will be good for the the fantasy show. I got you.
0: Okay. Um. Then um. I just prepare for Jorge tonight. Jorge Hernandez.
1: The people want the Hiller Fit Review. Give the people what they want.
0: Hiller Fit Review tonight.
1: Fine. Bye, guys.
0: Bye-bye. Bye? Bye, Bye-bye.